Miyagi-Do existed before any of us. It'll be around long after we're gone. The roots are strong, so the tree will survive. Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Kurbakai Companion, and I am Peter. And joining me on the other side of the microphone, I don't think he has a Rembrandt, but it's Watch Party. How are you doing, sir? I am good. No, I don't have a Rembrandt. That's why uh, I can't quite retire yet. <laughs> not, not quite yet. I, th- I think I might, uh, you know... Uh, Uh, You know, let's not talk about that now, but in the event you return for the season six stuff, I I think I want to start doing that, you know, kind of adding a little, you know, a little nod to something that happened in the episode just for funsies. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little vanilla when I introduce you, so I want to kind of, you know, uh, spice it up a little bit, uh, I guess. But how are you doing, sir? I am as good as ever. I'm actually on the road, but we're, uh, was totally ready to record at a moment's notice for when it came up. So I'm happy to be here. Yes, you were. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. You were. I'm happy that you were uh, available. Um, I too was on the road, on the plane. I was on the plane for a couple of days. Um, you know, for those that uh, follow me on social media, I did post a picture that um, I was able to meet up with Aiden Minx, aka Mitch, uh, and his parents in Vegas. Uh, for a little bit yeah that was really cool that was cool uh, you were in vegas did you yeah. get obliterated i uh maybe my stomach did you know from all the food uh Ooh, my wife, yeah. yeah the met the missus and i we celebrated our 21st anniversary and um i think a lot of people kept on looking at us as like how's that possible but like you know i mean i just celebrated my 40th i think that happened after the last recording as well mm-hmm that sounds right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, f- funny little thing, and and we'll move it along. But uh, at at our first dinner, um, we were brought uh, a dessert, and it said "Happy tenth anniversary" and and a dessert for us to share. And we both looked at each other like, "Did did you say anything?" And um, and you know, we're both like, "No." Well, they they knew that we were there for our anniversary because we had like a little greetings thing at our table for for that. And, um, you know, we just continued eating it. No big deal. Then mm-hmm. our server came like, I'm so sorry. This was actually for somebody else. And we're like, oh, well, that makes sense because of the 10th anniversary. And um, and they're like, well, at, at least like it's the same dessert. So so no big deal. And they didn't take it away because, you know, we were already, already eating it. it. It's, it's the same <laughs> thing. And we're like, well, th- what did it say on theirs? And um, it, they said, oh, it just said happy anniversary. <laughs> so there was no <laughs> year or anything. So mm-hmm. no harm done. So. For us, we're just like, we'll take it. You know, 10th anniversary, it's about right. 12 years married, so that's close enough. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else since we last recorded? I know Blue Beetle. Uh, Blue the Beetle trailer. dropped the trailer, yeah. That's right. What are your thoughts uh, on that uh, trailer? Um, I had, so, to set me up for this, like, Blue Beetle's a character I know nothing about. Like, I had never even heard of him until the day Shola was announced. That was when I first learned him. So I went into that trailer knowing nothing. Um, right. It definitely felt like 
Uh, there's some really cool uh, moments in there. Very, uh, there's some moments. The first time I actually watched, it, I was like, "Oh, it's Miguel!" Like, like there's some moments where he does just solo. He just comes off like the way he does, and it, uh, like where he's going, "No, no, 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 no," and it's like it felt like Miguel so much in there. Um, as far as like the superhero Blue Beetle, he feels like uh, much like a conglomerate of a lot. Like there's moments that like reminds you of um, what. Uh, Superman, Iron Man, Green Lantern, like Spider-Man, like he just feels like a combination of all of those. So that was definitely my first take on that. Yeah, and uh, the the examples you just gave were also all DC, so that that's actually kind of kind of fitting. Uh, I like to give a shout Except out to Iron Man. <laughs> It, oh yeah, I miss. I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I just heard the Green Lantern and Superman. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Jose Bermudez, uh, who did a little write-up, review, and analysis on that trailer uh, for Blue Beetle. So that's on the website. If you guys want to check that out, CobraKaiCompanion.com. Um, this is actually a probably a good time as any to also make the announcement that because we're um, kind of wrapping up our season five review with this episode 510 uh, after this, I'm going to start migrating some uh, content from the current website to the new website, which is live, but has nothing on it. And that will be uh, companionnetwork.com and companion still spelled with a K. So this is just a way to expand the brand. Um, I will also be moving uh, Sarah's, um, uh, written reviews of School Spirits. Uh, that's the Peyton List show on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, she wrote a few of those. I will be moving those over to the site as well. Uh, we've discussed it and uh, hoping at some point maybe I'll be able to catch up and maybe her and I will kind of do like a uh, a oneer where we just, you know, talk about the entire season. Um, no word of a renewal at this point. So let's see. Anything else? Um, but yeah, if you guys are curious about that Blue Beetle trailer, definitely check out the article uh, written by Jose. Uh, he really broke it down. Uh, he's, um, it, it appears that he uh, knows his character more than me for sure. And um, I also reached out to him just because it's, it's uh, you know, representation matters, especially to me. And I, I'm, you know, I'm not Latin, Latinx. And so I reached out to Jose, who was uh, more than happy to uh, write one up. So um, I, I really enjoyed reading his um, his insight and his breakdown and uh, his just Resonance? his knowledge his knowledge, knowledge. of the character. Ah, okay. I feel there's a better word than that that I was trying to fish for, but expertise his expertise. Yeah, so I, I, he he didn't claim to be an expert, but you know, the, the words he was using it it appeared that he knew the characters that he was talking about and you know um, things of that nature. He's not just like oh. Here, Sholo is doing this. You know, he's explaining mm -hmm. what is actually going on in these trailers from what he understands from the comic books. Mm -hmm. So somebody that uh, is a little bit of a SME, a subject matter expert, uh, just based off of the, the writing, I was very impressed with it. So uh, thanks again, Jose. And thank you, Sarah, for um, reviewing uh, School Spirits. I know she had a lot of uh, a, a good time watching that. So, okay. Uh, anything? Thing else you could think of. We um, are approaching May, and we understand from a previous Comic Con in Atlanta where Ralph, uh, you know, dropped a little nugget that they'll be recording and or filming in May rather. And um, I know, shout out to Carrie, one one of our mutual um, listeners uh, slash viewers. He had kind of tweeted out that, hey, you know, May's almost here kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. I, and I quote tweeted him and saying, well, not only that, you know, you got to imagine that. Uh, the, the cushion between now and May that cast and crew pro probably going to start 
flying out to uh, Atlanta where they film. Uh, we may even start seeing some um, reunions of cast and crew, uh, obviously non-spoiler stuff, and just crossing our fingers that there won't be any leaks because I felt they did a really good um, uh, good job with season five. Uh, a little too good as as someone who likes to make content off leaks you know guys if you're listening it's okay leak a little it's it's fine you know, it's, it's a little bit you, you know fine. our emails a yeah. little leak is okay come on guys <laughs> that's right so um i think that's definitely it uh, at, at this point um uh, someone had some babies yes, someone has a couple yeah yeah mm-hmm. why, why don't you uh talk about that uh hillary swink i guess uh we knew she was pregnant obviously uh the due date um i forget when it was due but she she did post recently on instagram a picture of her with her twins i guess uh they looked great it was a beautiful shot uh so obviously someone you know very directly connected to the miyagi verse and heavily rumored to be in season six you know we'll see what happens but um definitely there were a lot of people out there that you know kept saying well she can't be in season six she's pregnant it's like well usually women who are pregnant give birth and then they're not pregnant anymore that's normally how it goes and uh, science Science. yeah yeah imagine that um so you know definitely she had the kids they look great um so definitely she's free you know We'll see what happens, but uh, that's definitely important news for maybe Cobra Kai. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I like that a lot. I also kind of reshared an old uh, edit that I made with Julie Pierce in the backyard standing next to Daniel LaRusso. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe the majority of my comments, I I don't know if they'll split down the middle. I think they were more on the no side. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of no's. There there are a lot of no's. I, I get that too on YouTube. And I understand, you know, like I know one person even, you know, kind of uh, poo-pooed on the next Karate Kid. And I said, uh, I kind of questioned, I was like, oh, you don't trust the writers? Because, I mean, I know everyone loves them, some some uh, Terry Silver, but mm-hmm. I, I, I As think we'll discuss I'll, in this recap, by the way. <laughs> absolutely, we will. Uh, so, okay, I, I guess we'll just kind of leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but good news to uh, Hillary Swank and... Um, and 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 babies so yeah mm-hmm. who, who knows maybe maybe we'll see them in uh, season six um so as always uh provided by amy uh she um wrote the synopsis for um this episode which is titled head of the snake and she did preface it by saying that this is a long one and if i wanted to i can cut it but you know i i asked her to do this and she can always say no but the fact that she does do it you know, I'm not going to short her on, you know, on her hard work. So, all right. Uh, she starts off. The bulk of this finale is just fighting, nonstop fighting. Mike fucking Barnes wants to fight Daniel, Mike, and Johnny, and Chosen go off to fight Terry. Johnny fights all the senseis. The kids all fight each other. Stingray fights his way through some Cobra Kais. Sissy Kim fights Tori and Sam. Some rednecks try to fight Daniel. And Daniel, Terry, and Terry Finally, square off is just well choreographed chaos. And on top of that, if there was ever any worry that Kreese had turned a corner, he's still out there unnecessarily faking his own death. Mike is understandably angry with Daniel, who he blames for everything. Daniel quickly talks him down from wanting to kill him, but Mike converts Chosen and Johnny over to his side almost as quickly, and that trio heads off to finish Terry. But Terry sees him coming and is not only ready, but happily unafraid to die, and pretty excited to try to kill Chosen. 
uh, Sean Kanan was busy that day, so Mike is knocked out and dragged off screen, leaving Johnny to single-handedly fight all those new senseis. They nearly end him before he's reminded that he has a lot to live for these days. Um, any truth to that watch party? Do you is that more of a joke or? I, I we know that he was busy and was unable to be in you know more than you know, the, the couple episodes uh, who's in. I I do think. Um... Yeah, Sean Kanan's shooting schedule probably at least played into it because you interviewed him. He, he did. He said he was only available for like a day, right? Like, I kind of forget the details. That, that I, was, I think it was yeah. like a, it was like a day. They shot the the fight, the stuff at the house, and then they went and shot the stuff in the limo. Um, and that was that was the day. Like, so mm, yeah, okay. Um, okay. because because he was like shooting two movies back to back or something, and and he had like a day for this episode like so got it okay she continues uh miyagi fang plus tori head over to the new cobra kai to find security footage proving that terry is the one that nearly killed stingray that footage is mostly missing but they can still prove terry fixed the tournament all the various other cobra kais got the message to assemble for this season's brawl and Penis Breath proves he has the single worst timing on earth by jumping ship and revealing <laughs> that he is now on the other side Everybody fights everybody, and the main goal is to keep the Cobras away long enough for them to download the security footage and for that Protect the Egg lesson to pay off. Chosen would be proud if he wasn't bleeding out in a pool of water at Terry's place. Daniel, who was left behind when the three idiots went to ambush Terry Silver, nearly gets in a fight with random rednecks on the side of the road before being rescued by Carmen, Amanda, and Stingray, and there's nothing about this scene that isn't ridiculous. But Stingray is ready to make things right and still willing to fight children. Also willing to fight children is Sensei Kim, who is pretty much done with all of these people even before Terry disappoints her for the last time. With everyone but Johnny, Mike and Chosen accounted for... The fight at Cobra Kai comes to a screeching halt when security footage of Terry confessing to buying off the ref starts playing on a monitor above them. Terry is a little skeptical about anyone being shocked by this, and he's not wrong. The attempted murder of Sing Ray would be far more damaging. But the kids are embarrassed and betrayed, and if the footage wasn't bad enough, they then have to watch their new sensei get destroyed by Daniel LaRusso. They dramatically denounce their dojo by tossing their fancy gear on the floor and leaving to talk to the cops outside about how they never trusted any of this. In the parking lot, Daniel and Johnny reunite. Johnny and Carmen are pretty happy to see each other. Sam and Miguel are a thing again. Everyone is happy that Chosen is actually is not actually dead, and Mike Barnes is the new owner of some priceless stolen art that he's going to need to find a fence for last for fast. Detective Exposition, the chattiest police officer in the entire valley, fills them all in on the latest crease news and assures them that Terry is going away for a long time. And sake, uh, thank you that uh, for that, Amy. Uh, she hit all the points, and I thought it was also important that I read that because sometimes she'll touch on something that maybe I kind of gloss over or just completely miss or whatever, and at least it had been mentioned. So that's it. So yeah, thanks again, Amy. Okay, so uh, watch party um, first impressions on this episode. Straight, I think this is the best episode ten of the series so far. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I um, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I this is uh, whatever you think of season five. There's there's mixed opinions, but like I think most people would agree. Like it definitely ends super strong. Uh, this is just it's yeah, it's the best ending. Um, it does as as we'll talk about as we go along. 
it feels like while this could have been a series finale if they were going that way um obviously they didn't you know thankfully but um it really has that feeling it it's just so strong it it wraps things up uh has some of the the best fights and most epic fights in and the sort of stuff you cheer at uh really just uh it's uh it has, what's the adrenaline rush start to finish Oh, absolutely. High, yeah. high, high octane adrenaline yes. rush start to finish. High octane indeed. Uh, very tense, uh, intense. All of the mm-hmm. words, um, a lot of one liners. Yeah, if, some good if, comedy moments in yeah. there. As I was re watching for this, I was just like laughing and, and enjoying some parts, you know, as we'll get to with Stingray and such. Uh, <laughs> of course. A lot, a lot <laughs> you're of, already, you're, you, yeah. I just mentioned it in here. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Just think about some of the things that he did, the the crawl mm-hmm. up the stairs and you know right, that absolutely exactly. yeah. uh if, if there were commercials, this would have been like a one hour sequel movie to the Credit Kid Part Three. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the, the, this is kind of what I teased in my non-spoiler review prior to season five coming mm-hmm. out, that this was the best credit get sequel, you know, tongue in cheek, because you did put me on the spot. Like, well, I thought part two was your favorite movie. And so um <laughs> I, I just felt like this was a great continuation in that karate kid saga. So uh yeah, it, and and I can't wait to get into some of our bonus episodes just to kind of see like what kind of uh, you know, quote unquote outside of the box uh topics we can come up with, like um i i five episode tens that would there you go that that, that, (laughs) That could be one of them absolutely that could be in line with that like Mm -hmm. top five cliffhangers from Mm. all five seasons you know um for example 110 i mean trying to yeah i wasn't trying to include an episode 10 but um what about uh I guess I guess five oh five, right? That's a bit of a cliffhanger, even though it doesn't continue on exactly from the moments of five oh five in into five oh six. Yeah, so not a great example. But two ten when when Miguel falls and everything. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. An, an, another episode ten. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. But uh, we're not going to be like too basic with some of the topics. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because I I wanted. To, to be able to spark conversations mm-hmm. um, because w- w- one of the ones that I'm definitely chomping at the bit for is uh, top five trailer moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So i uh, really looking forward to that one. Okay. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into our uh, final season five episode review. Uh, this was um, written by Bob Dearden, uh, who mm-hmm. we've had on the show before, and directed by Joel Novoa. And he, uh, I just had an interview with him as well, uh, titled "Head of the Very Snake." Yeah, yeah it, I, I quite enjoyed it. I, mm-hmm. I, I think um, I, I didn't ask him how long do I have with him, so we just went. And I feel he kept on looking off to the side as if like somebody's saying, "Hey, like you need to wrap it up." <laughs> so I felt really bad about that. Um, all right, so we open up with Kreese uh, in a therapy session with Dr. Folsom. Uh, Kreese's dialogue is very much, uh, sounds like he he's come to terms with spending the rest of his life in prison um, mm-hmm. there, which um, also the needle drop here at this moment is Frank Sinatra's My Way, which if you look it up, there's a bunch of YouTube videos out there as well. Uh, it rep- uh, represents the quintessentially American outlook that nothing in life matters more than living on your own terms. Um, so the funny thing is, this song was very familiar to me when I first saw this episode. I could not, it, it, uh, I couldn't pinpoint Frank Sinatra nor my way. 
though upon hearing it it sounded very familiar mm-hmm. and doing yeah just- make me too same way but did you know the song my way though i i know i'm i'm kind of bad with music uh both like some t- song titles and the singer and such it's not my strong but like i'll recognize this song and it's like it has that feel of familiarity uh yes. so definitely that's that's what i was feeling through it 100 percent. but mm-hmm. but in in my research i found out that the uh the music is set uh to a french song uh called comme des appetites uh Took a little French in high school. Uh, my dad uh, spent a lot of time in France himself, so he's fluent in French and he listened to a lot of French music. This was one of them, the original version of My Way, so to mm. speak, because Paul Anka rewrote the song in English, so he didn't like translate the original music. It's just the same melody, right, mm-hmm. from from the original French song. So I was familiar with the French version, so that was crazy because that took me back to i don't remember how old i was but it was definitely before i was able to watch um uh, mtv <laughs> mtv <laughs> and all, all the shenanigans that was going on there uh, when we actually had music videos so anyway um also feel free to jump in at any point okay don't, don't wait for like for, for me to stop because um this is I, I i took a lot of notes um yeah. All right, so let's see. He talks about make, uh, ha- having made a lot of mistakes in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's learned some hard lessons, and he points out that his best student, Johnny, told him everything he's worked for and his memory will be erased. Now, the crying, I'd like, I'd like to get your thought here. Chris kind of breaks uh, down for a moment and cries. Is that an act? Um, I think it is. I think it is. As, as you know, um, we'll say, I think he's putting it together in his mind. Um, the, the, the key line is actually that I think is almost like foreshadowing looking back on it. Uh, when Folsom, the doctor says, uh, use your remaining time, uh, to write an ending you can be proud of. And I feel like that, that like triggers the old crease, you know, like that's, what's bringing him back. Uh, you know, he's going to use his remaining time. So, yeah. yeah, I think this is, yeah, I, I think it's an act. Okay, all right, that's fair. Um, I uh, I think a, a little bit of me believes that he um may, maybe it wasn't necessarily intentional, but he does break when he says he was like a son to me, but now I've lost him for good. You know, talking about Johnny too. So I I think I think the idea of Johnny no longer in his life, um, I think that added to you know like it gave us some emotional weight uh, for it. So okay, and so the and she comes to him and is kneeling at him, and then later, I, it, as we'll get to in in the the flashback to the scene, that's when he's grabbing her uh, key pass, right? Um, is actually at that moment, essentially, when he was crying, and then she comes to comfort him, and she leans in close. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, Let's see. We also see over the 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 voiceover. Uh, he's uh, sitting in the I guess cafeteria, and he stops an altercation between Gabriel and an inmate. The funny thing is, I was kind of just taking everything in, and everything was happening way too quickly for me to process everything. But mm-hmm. the thought in my head was, what the hell? Even uh, like, in, um, what, what what's the word? Not inspired. 
well, what 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 initiated this? Like, well, what even happened, right, for them to escalate right. the, the, this this, this quickly? Fight. So that idea did cross my mind. And if I thought about it more, I probably could have came to the I, like realization, like, oh, this this is staged, right? Like, right. you know, maybe questioned it myself. Mm-hmm. But um, I do question the 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 correctional uh, officer who who comes to check his pulse. Do you think he's in on it? Um, I don't. I think he just isn't very poor confident. Yeah. He mean, would have been a regular police officer if he were better at what he does. <laughs> I don't but, know. Yeah, but, but also I, I, I feel law enforcement, they're taught like these basic, like, uh, like skills, right? Just, you know, you want to be able to call for backup. You want to, you know, um, uh, prioritize like, you know, by feeling the pulse, like, okay, this person is still breathing for sure. You know, check the I wrist, don't... check the neck. Is he specifically law enforcement or is he like, uh, like you said, jail correctional officer? Is that yeah. um, a specific difference or different line of training that went? Um, so yeah, that's almost like, yeah. you know, just kind of like, I don't want to say basic first aid, but still, you know what I mean? Like uh, you, you got to be able to do perform the Heimlich maneuver. I mean, you're, you're watching prisoners in a cafeteria. So if somebody starts choking, you got to be able to perform the Heimlich maneuver. You, you know so, what I'll say? You know what I'll say? Let's, let's give it to crease that like he can slow his pulse down enough <laughs> that he, he, he can fool it. Uh, special someone. forces, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it all comes <laughs> back to that. Okay. He has special forces training. So, okay. Um, yeah, and yeah, I agree. Like it went really fast, but that's how like I knew the first time I watched it in the back of my head. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, that he, that's not the death of Crease. We didn't we didn't go you know three movies and five seasons you know to get to this point where he just kind of dies right at the beginning of the episode with nothing happening. Like like you said, there's no explanation even for the fight or something. It just kind of happens. Like like it was so fast. I knew it was clicking in my head. Like something that's not it. That's not it. Like I didn't yeah. like I didn't know the full plan, of course, but but like I was like, no, that's not it. Yeah, I, I was thinking that uh, th- there might be some like Tarantino esque type editing, you know, where we'll mm-hmm. we'll come back and then kind of get filled in the gaps, you know, like we just went straight to the ending kind of thing, you know, and we're gonna uh, play backwards or something like that. So it, it was for, for me just way too shocking to kind of process everything i was just if anybody um like heard brianna's uh, uh live reaction she she did a, a live stream of um the entire uh, 10 episodes mm-hmm. and woof, like it gave me chills like listening to her reacting like because i knew what was going on mm-hmm. and so um yeah just bone chilling how she reacted to that you know she was i, I believe she was actually screaming for marty that then then she actually was for you know uh crease <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and boy, was she pissed at the reveal at the end. Uh, So we cut to Reggie Stretch Hummer uh, comes to an abrupt stop, and we find out it was Mike Barnes who had uh, Sensei Napped Hour for Heroes. Now, one thing I didn't say at the top of the show uh, when I asked for um, initial thoughts, one of the other things I really liked about this episode, and I got a bit of a validation uh, speaking with uh, Joel is that um, there's a lot of Back to the Future references, uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of it come in this first 15 minutes here. So, um, yeah, prob- prob- we'll probably make a video out of that. Uh, maybe not like a big one, but maybe something just to share like on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, 
But let's see. So Barnes uh, blames Daniel for everything. Uh, Chosen tries to help, but doesn't exactly answer whose fault it is. Do you think there's a reason for that? Because he goes, it's not, his, you know, it's not, it's not all his fault or something like that. But um, you know, because Barnes does ask, like, well, who's, you know, whose fault is it? And I think this is where like Daniel kind of uh, adds to it. No, uh, as far as like chosen, not like going in, I think it's just the the dynamics of the scene. Like yeah. um, he was after Daniel and like chosen who recognizes him is just like just saying maybe it's not his fault. And, and there's not too much more going on than that. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Johnny tosses a can and misses. Uh, get your damn hands off. Uh, Clearly, and hits uh, hits Daniel with it, which is great. You know, I mean, when you even see when three, Dan- Johnny tries to protect Daniel, he manages to hit him. Well, to, to be fair, he probably sees like two Daniels and two, you know, two mics. You know, yeah. you got to try to hit one of them. <laughs> um, at least, you know, hitting one of them will, will definitely stop something. Uh, but yeah, very uh, hilarious. Uh, and and now Barnes tackles Johnny. No, there, there's actually no hand to hand like we saw Barnes versus Chosen. Why do you think that is? Um, no, doesn't Johnny fight him, or uh, or is it just a tackle? I, I believe he attempts to, but it's it's pretty much a tackle. I, I if oh. I'm not mistaken, at this point. Oh, but yeah, okay, yeah, but he 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 does like get up. That's that's what happens because because Johnny has like a cool move where he kicks from the ground. Uh, so like Johnny charges him and he tackles him and then he has like that cool move where he kicks from the ground. That's like my favorite Johnny move actually. Um, it's a pretty good move and and yeah. it kind of sucks that it's like at nighttime. I, I mm-hmm. wish we could have like seen it uh, a little bit more lighter, brighter, you know, more lit. I, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, what because the kids are saying nowadays, it's lit. It's lit. <laughs> We're so cool. Um, let's see. Yeah, Chosen tries to help. Okay. Ah, so this is where uh, Daniel introduces Mike Barnes to Johnny and Chosen as bad boy of karate and a call back to episode two. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Five oh three, two, three, three, three. Right, the yeah. introduction of Mike Barnes, right? Yeah. Um, right. And, you know, it doesn't look so bad to me. Uh, right. So, I feel like they missed a line. I, I would have loved if Chosen was like, I said the same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, or a look, you know, like just, yeah. just. Yeah, but did yeah, you expect it, Mike Barnes here? Um, no, no, not, yeah. not not at all. Because um, you, you know, kind of like what they did with Crease, right? They didn't they didn't want to give us too much of him early on. They wanted right. like uh, I forget whose interview it was, but I remember Hayden specifically saying they wanted us to forget about Crease for a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel you know same thing with Mike Barnes here. Like you got to forget about him, and and then they, when we bring him back, it's going to be like really impactful. Yeah, that's for sure. In fact, I kept going through season five thinking Barnes would be back. Where is he? That can't be it. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. And eventually, like, I was getting frustrated. I just, like, gave up on it. And then he showed up here. Like, and it's like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that twist. So, um, yeah. And see, and uh, this is uh, another great example of, like, when... um, when Mike Barnes pulls Daniel out of the vehicle, it's very much like when uh, Biff pulls Marty out of the vehicle in the first Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And since I was a toddler when that movie came out, this very moment gave me that organic, like, oh, who the fuck is it? 
you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. damn, it's Mike Barnes. Like, I forgot, I forgot about him. And I feel that's that's how people must have felt when they watched Back to the Future in the theater for the very first time. They're like, oh, oh, here's the thing George and Marty have been um, kind of rehearsing, right? And no, it's Biff. Like, you know, because we kind of forgot about Biff or didn't see him uh, arrive at the uh, Enchantment of the Sea Dance yet. So, um, you know, it was a really welcome uh, surprise for sure. Uh, kicked your ass. Ah, so I mean, my notes is not all over the place. It's just so many of it. Um, okay. Borrowed. Okay, it doesn't look so bad. Now the the uh, furniture store was leveraged to the hilt, so that means that they borrowed money to get that furniture store right to buy it from her dad or inherit it. Um, yeah, they borrowed against it maybe to expand. I don't know what for merchandise. Who knows? Um, I love the expression, but yeah. like, I was just like, oh, okay, wait. So now, now he, now he's in debt because if it was leveraged to the hilt, that means they, yeah. So presumably, what whatever they got from the insurance didn't cover what they owed. So that would be the the uh, you know economic finance version of what he says. <laughs> Right, right, yeah, and I mean, and that's gonna pay off later on. So, um, just setting it up. Now, uh, Daniel promises to make him whole again, and says that it's Silver's fault. And Mike Barnes uh, counters that uh, you know he's never f- faced any con- consequences, and you know what he does see is four consequences. I think that's a pretty cool line, and I know like a lot of us have been using it in social media, but um, I feel like it could be bigger should be um, bigger. like bigger yeah. how like in how he delivers it like no like just maybe, the way it's with, shot or something no no like within the fandom like i i i, oh. I, I thought it would be I, I thought it'd be more popular you know like i i made like a, a graphic of them like kind of like the four seasons you know the, 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 the four, four consequences yeah the four consequences i put them in like you know suits and whatnot you know like something like that it, it um it kind of came and went you know like it, it's not like lingering and we're yeah. not referencing it i'll uh, tell you uh, why often. I why? have an answer. Okay. The why is because Daniel doesn't go along. So it ended okay. up only being three consequences. three consequences. So like if you paid off on it in the show, um, you know, it, it or at least more directly then it, it probably would have worked better. I mean, we could argue it still works in the, because Daniel fights silver in the end, but, but I just feel like it, it's like a cool line that doesn't have the follow through. Oh, you're, and you're it, absolutely right. Because there's, I mean, this is the, the closest we get to the actual four consequences right, right here in the mm-hmm. forest, a la Avengers. Right, okay. exactly. <laughs> this is this is the best we got. <laughs> now, if yeah, you're right. Daniel being uh, left out there by his lonesome. Um, yeah, it, it, we don't quite get all the way there. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, a, a total shift. Yeah. I was saying like uh, how episode nine ended with that that cliffhanger you're looking at cliffhangers right yes uh and so uh it really the suspense and like the whole shit and oh my god once like michael barnes shows up and then johnny starts his little fight with him and everything like it shifts from that suspense like freak out to like hell yeah this is fun like let's oh, go yeah. yeah yes i mean more to come here in this very sequence mm-hmm. um mike's uh makes some pretty good uh um uh, points and gets johnny and chosen on board to go uh, cut head of snake and chosen does a, a, a Miyagi laugh here. Uh, a lot of people picked up on that as well. Um, Johnny uh, thinks that this is a good idea. You know, he tells Daniel that Terry, you know, kicked your ass, kicked my ass. 
and then he you know corrects himself uh sucker kicked in my case and uh oh, so nice. it's time for a payback yeah so i do like that as well um maybe a slight foreshadow what's to come in season six maybe they need an actual mano mano who knows um and we get the classic line that chosen no silver dress so um mm-hmm. and chosen reminds daniel it's you know four against one so silver's outnumbered what can go wrong <laughs> basically uh daniel reminds johnny they're drunk and barnes is high um you know which is a bad idea johnny agrees and adds that's why silver will never see it coming and the hell yeah moment is right here where uh johnny says it's happening larusso saddle up and slaps him in the ass yeah <laughs> So a shout out to Amy because I uh, did not catch that the few, I don't know how many times I've seen it at that point until she tweeted that out. Uh, I think it was a gif actually. So, you know, that's, it, a, you, that's it's something I would wonder if that was scripted or just like Billy in the moment. Um, you go either way. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, they know their characters so well at this point, mm-hmm. they know what the fans want. Same thing with the writers. Um, so e- even if it wasn't, I, I, I bet you somebody, it, it was, yeah, I, I, it'd be nice to know who gets the credit for coming up with that. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to not know either, but it's just, uh, it was, it was nice to see. Um, but what, what I was going to say is, uh, kind of getting the screeners, like at, at that time, I think I was away on a family trip, uh, off on the coast. So I only got to watch it on my phone. So um, when I'm doing that, there's obviously things that you miss because it's, it's a much smaller screen. So, right. uh, yeah, just these little nice details. Um, okay, so at this point, I wrote down, he's looked up what Pandora box is because he used it correctly. So he did some <laughs> goggling. <laughs> uh, again, call back to episode 506, right? Um, Where... No, five, right? Because that's oh, right, when... right, because he yeah. before, that, that was before. Or he goes to see it's it's when it's when um Daniel goes it to Johnny's apartment. Before Johnny Stingray, had the right? yeah it, yeah and Johnny had the um Miguel the, the epiphany that, the, or yeah, the, gave him the idea. <laughs> right. And the apartment was set up as a western and, and whatever and like that was that that whole conversation yeah, there. Too. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Um Mike is driving. Uh chosen is possibly riding shotgun, says he knows the address. And Billy with some great drunk acting here. He tries to grab the door behind him without looking. So um he he always uh he, he always does really great at the, yeah. the, the, the 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 drunk acting here. Um where we cut to receipt of flats and we find out from Dimitri that he was contacted to bring all of his gear and that it was an emergency. Uh, Miguel adds that Sam did the contacting, so no one really knows what's up. And Robbie was probably told by Tori. Because he mentioned something like, um, you know, at least, at least she's talking to you or something like that. She she won't even answer him. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. Um, I don't. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose Sam sent messages to everyone, but then maybe Robbie tried to reach out to Tori. Maybe um, maybe he's not part of the thread that she she texted. You know, because um, there's a lot of texting going on in this uh, this episode. We're gonna find out. So. Let's see. He, um, to everyone's surprise, Sam and Tori show up together. Robbie notices uh, a broken hand. Now, why do you think she is lying about it? Because he just kind of goes with it. And I know that he doesn't buy it either at this point. Um, I think Maybe. she doesn't want to deal with it right now. 
Right. Um, yeah. And, and that's very much in character for Tori. Like you, she just doesn't like to deal with things sometimes, especially like when she's got something else going on. So uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they have bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Then we get an Ocean's Eleven esque explanation on how they plan to take down silver that night. That's kind of it uh, with this sequence. Anything else that you pick up on? Um, is, um, just yeah, it's the first time they're all together, like not fighting. Like that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. And and yeah, yeah. and it is as episode wise. It's this is like the ep- the scene right at the beginning of the episode that basically lays out the plot. So this is like our this is the this is the actual plot of this episode <laughs> scene. Right. So this is all gonna, yeah the exposition right here. This, take this, down Cobra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to Silver's home. Uh, Sensei Kim tells us that. Uh, Silver promised to make her grandfather's dream a reality, which is to bring his karate to the world. And accepted into the Sekai Tekai is on the verge of fulfilling that promise. Mm-hmm. Um, she is concerned about his fr- uh, his frenemies, though. And while looking at a very nice painting or the fireplace, he says he'll send a message. Stay the fuck out of our way or someone will get hurt. Um, when and how, don't know, but it won't it won't be subtle. I would be, uh, you, you said frenemies, but she doesn't, they're not frenemies. No, that's just what I put. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Th- yeah. This is the way of the fists. You know, they are enemies, right? It's straight yeah. up. You, it's they're not even you, the the other people trying to stop you or something. No, it's they are the enemy. And notice how uh, from the beginning, uh, Kim Daeun uses that language, right? So that's that's very important for her, like because that's that is the the way of the fist. Right. Okay. Fair. Um, let's see. And oh, and then I continue. And you know what else isn't subtle? The four, the three consequences, rather. Uh, the their entrance. They drive through um, Silver's main gate, and he says, "We have visitors, just like Priest uh, does in the first Party Kid." Mm. <laughs> um, Barnes volunteers to break down the door. Johnny insists uh, that he'll do it. You know, because he'll break his foot. It's made of solid oak. And Chosen says, "That that that that." And just opens up the door. Mm-hmm. And that is also what I do when I uh, do my Miyagi. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, da, um, da. Yeah, I've done that on the on the Cobra Guys uh, uh, pod uh, when I was a guest one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot how it came up, but I just remember that's what I did. You know, I didn't try mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, like say anything. It was more of that, that reaction. It's just one mm-hmm. of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but the front door leads right into the living room. I guess I kind of never really, you know realize that you know because it, it, it's 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 a short walk it, they go straight into the living room usually i i feel because this might have been established in in 502 when chosen was there that's what um, i was wondering because yeah. it's definitely a different angle i you, you know what maybe in 502 they make a right right as they enter right. well because he it's the the butler or whoever meets chosen right and then yeah um brings him to silver and then they and then they sit at the dining table um, right right okay um front door okay silver and barnes they they get reacquainted right here and silver reminds them um, that they're trespassing which means that uh, they're committing crime and any violence against them will be justified 
this is when Sensei Min Jun, which is also a name of a K-pop artist, uh, he enters the room and apparently doesn't fight for money, but for the legacy of Master Kim. Um, they fight, and it ends with Barnes getting hit in the head, uh, and he's kind of um, pieces out for out, yeah. you know, for a good ch- chunk of this episode. Uh, yeah. The rest of the yeah. fifth, they enter ready to fight Johnny and Chosen before that sequence uh, fades. Anything you wanted to add to that? Um, well, There's a lot of Barnes, back and forth. Barnes does get it's not enough, but he does get like a, a iconic get up moment that he yells um, slight callback to you know Karate Kid three, although obviously not as long. <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, talk, yeah. talk about uh, yeah, the that that third movie the ending is also very short and abrupt <laughs> right so, um, um it, it is yeah it's a shame he gets knocked out i think part of it is at least sean canaan wasn't fully available um like from your your interview i think like he he was only there for like a day uh he had said so um and because he was like had two movies to shoot back to back or something so, um, you know, it might have I been written part of that just out of reality of his availability. I think um, Joel and, and some of the writers had also said, you know, they wanted it to focus on Johnny, which I get that, too. So, right. Um, let's see. OK, so we cut to Amanda and Carmen. They're at the LaRusso's. Uh, they're drinking tea and reminiscing back when they used to end the day with fat, greasy slices of two dollar pizzas. Um, now, is are they talking about like double dates that we don't know about or i think they're it, talking about like college just, days in general yeah. yeah like just just back yeah. in the day when we used to eat right. cheap pizzas yeah you okay. used to go out and party and then eat pizza or something right um and they can't wait to get back to normal and at this point uh hubby son is is calling that's uh daniel calling amanda's phone uh he recaps what had just happened and that he's in the middle of nowhere uh as he drops her a pin of his location, a loud car pulls up in their driveway, and it's Cobra Kai. Uh, subtle detail of uh, grab the kids before Amanda hangs up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I, I I wrote that down just because. Um, again, speaking with many of the writers, they often talk about like headspace, headspace, headspace. Like, what wh- what does this character know at this moment? Well, Daniel doesn't know that the kids aren't home. Right, they snuck out. So I just uh, again, a very subtle detail. It just in that little bit of dialogue there. Right, and you know, here's something. Uh, going back to when I first watched it, and for those who remember, there was lots of problems with spoilers. Um, this particular season, especially, stuff was getting out. Um, yeah. stuff was getting spoiled. I I was doing a very good job for the most part of avoiding everything. But like I get, I get so much messages and comments and YouTube people saying things um, as if it's spoiled, like, like they know, like they saw it or they saw a spoiler. And, and I had so many people saying, Oh, Cobra Kai attacks the LaRusso house. The LaRusso house burns down. It's confirmed. It happens in the end. Um, and I, and I, and I just, I dismissed that because people have been saying that for like two years now, the LaRusso house is going to burn down. Um, because 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 of misinterpretation of whenever the the owner it's a private residence sold it in in real life the actual location um they didn't understand that it's actually a set but but like but 
anyway, that's going on, right? The, I'm getting these messages of people claiming to have spoilers, saying it was going to burn down. I always, I before the season, I dismissed it. That's stupid. It's that that's not going to happen. What do you, you guys don't know anything? And then this moment happens where she looks out this the window. It's Cobra Kai, and I thought, holy shit, is this actually happening? <laughs> Right, <laughs> like it's, I was so like into this this suspense moment right here, um, yeah, man. Absolutely, I I I did not get any of those type of spoilers, and um, I'm I'm a little jealous actually because I I would have liked that. I would have been like, oh fuck, she goes to the house, you know, it's gonna happen, They're, right? Like, happen. is it gonna happen? Oh my god! Like, and yeah. then and then I'll get to the the, the reveal, and when we get to that, so. <laughs> All right, and for those that like behind the scenes stuff, again, Joel's interview. Um, he talks about a little movie magic on how they recreated these uh the lights of of, of the the vehicle there because you know that was that was on set. So, um, okay, so our lead Miyagi Fang teens arrive at the Cobra Kai flagship dojo. Uh, Robbie talks about being able to bypass it if it's the same system. Um, that's why he was recruited by Trey and Cruz, I'm assuming, because those guys are idiots. Uh, means uh, Silver also changed the alarm system after taking over. Um, but it's okay, because Tori has her card, which I feel they probably would have deactivated it. Hold on. No, no, no. She's to... still in the dojo. She, that's she right. that's passed until later. the test, right? Like, so she right. she broke that that uh, brick, right? The the stone dummy, right, um, right. And they even complimented her and said so. So at that moment, yeah, she still wins, that's right? Yeah, because uh, Terry says like he hopes that she continues to keep making the, the, the right, right decisions. decisions. Yeah, right, right. Okay. See, that's why you're here to keep me on my p's and q's here. Um, <laughs> all right, the rest of Miyagi Fang show up, including Nate, who questions uh, what's Tori doing there. Mm -hmm. uh, Sam tells them it's fine and that she's with them. Uh, the main team will go to Silver's office and the rest will be lookout downstairs. Poor Nate. I think Mitch is right behind him when he looks at Tori. He or, does. Or to, he, to decide, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the binary brothers uh, start hacking away. Uh, Robbie rips down the camera. Uh, they all get a little excited that they're finally going to uh, take down Silver, unbeknownst to them, uh, that they're being recorded by another camera embedded in the wall behind Terry's desk. Now, I I know the answer to to this question I'm about to ask you, but uh, why does Silver not have the the, the red light um, covered, you know, for it to be more discreet? I mean, that's obviously it's for the audience to know that there's a camera there. <laughs> you got to go with the ominous. Besides, Cobra yeah. Kai's colors now are basically black and red. So it, True. it has like a great look on it. Like the snake is alive. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It, it should be in both <laughs> eyes or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, back to Johnny and Chosen versus the Fist. Silver and Kim are both alarmed by the monitor showing the break-in. Uh, we do see that it's nearly 1 a.m., according to the screen. Uh, Terry thinks that this is planned uh, to be attacked on both fronts. Uh, he instructs Sensei Kim to go take care of it and that he'll join her as soon as he wraps things up there. Um, Silver exits. Johnny takes down two senseis and tells Chosen to go after him and that he'll take care of the fist. Uh, anything you want to add there? Um, let me see. Let me look. At, I'm looking through my notes. Um oh yeah the, the only thing is like it's not to say it's like disappointment is i wanted a full-on johnny and chosen versus the fist before they split up you know like that part of the fight goes kind of quick um 
you know, were chosen breaks off, but obviously it's to, to keep the different fights uh, going. But yeah, that was the kind of one because, because it, it felt so teased in episode uh, six. Um, right. Yeah. Where yeah. like there, and, and you wanted to see like that whole thing. Right. They got stopped because, mm. um, you know, only one of them who, uh, all his life learned the, the way of the fist was able to kind of hold his own against these two. Let's see these two versus the entire fist. But right. Terry is escaping, you know. Mm-hmm. So don't 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 let him go. So I, I, yeah. I totally understand that. Um, and head of the just, snake. That's the title yeah, of the, the episode. That, yeah. that that's the head of the snake. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta follow follow that ponytail. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if we're being honest, the outside um is a much nicer set to fight in. <laughs> so, yeah. So well, there the you go. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we cut to a gentleman who is seemingly peeing on the rear bumper of his pickup truck, question mark. <laughs> At least that's the way it looks. Yeah, if only yeah, there were can... some trees nearby or something. Yeah. Well, I know, like, there's, uh, you know, they're lacking in trees, but it reminded me of, like, that, that, um, who's that kid? The, the, something in Hobbes cartoon? Calvin. Calvin. It reminded Hobbes, me of, yeah. like, Calvin pissing on a Ford sign or something. <laughs> it's just like, dude, it really looks like he's peeing on his own bumper. But anyway, uh, Daniel is seen running down the road and finds this man and asks for his help. Uh, the band smells the alcohol and Daniel and suggests he walk it off. Um, let me ask you. Okay, so we don't know that he has friends in there. Right. Would you have been like this with this guy too? Like, Daniel's dressed nicely. You know, he's He's coming off a bit of a, you know. Uh, well, you know, not, let me just jump nice. in and say, like, okay. I, this is one part where Daniel actually confuses me. Maybe he's just drunk. I don't know. Why doesn't Daniel just say, I will buy you a new truck? Like, he's Daniel LaRusso. Right. <laughs> like, you own plenty. Yeah. Like, he's like, your truck is trash. I will give you a new truck for free. You, I am I am the auto king. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, that's that's a really interesting point. Like, th- have you not seen my commercials? Like, hey, well, yeah. you know, we uh, have the best prices in town and mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I for for me, I was just like, okay, well, he's just nice enough. You know, it doesn't look like a bum, and just looks like he can use the help. So, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, it, it wouldn't be as fun, right? So, no, yeah, exactly. Um. Daniel Do you think the- Daniel was ready to fight these guys? Like I, I keep getting even when I rewatch it, I really do get that impression. Um, if, I think he has to be ready for everything at this point. Like mm-hmm. he, um, his, uh, th- th- as far as he knows, well, he doesn't know his his wife hung up on him after saying that it's Cobra Kai, you know, mm-hmm. at their own right. home, and uh, he's uh, his, his boys have left him to go after. You know the uh, former CEO of Dynatox or whatever mm-hmm. uh, the, the situation is with that. We'll maybe we'll find out in season six. But um, yeah, I, I think at this point he's got to be ready for anything, you know. Uh, but I do wonder how how long did he say? He just said miles, right? He didn't really specify, or it was like the first car in in a, in, in a while since right since he's been lost or whatever. So yeah, at, at that point you got to kind of be ready. That these guys could have also robbed him. You know, he could have been prepared for that as well. Uh, Daniel cuts through the BS and insists that the truck will take him where he needs to go one way or another. So that tells you everything you need to know there. Yeah. Um, three other guys exit, including writer Bob Dearden, who crosses his arm. And Daniel gets into a fighting position as Stingray shows up to rescue him with Amanda and Carmen in the Cobra Mobile. Uh, we do get a little uh, a Terminator 2 reference here. Um, uh, Bob Dearden grabs an empty can. 
according to Joel. Uh, I, I think was upset with him by you know the, the fact that he tosses it and doesn't go very far. <laughs> and I I I don't know if it's because it was an empty can, but I do feel that Bob's release might have been a little a little uh, late. If that's why it, it kind of went straight into the ground. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I guess that's why he didn't go into baseball. I don't... <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Um, we're back in Silver's wait, office. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Sting, Stingray's entrance, because I, I think this is so cool. And like, and this is where I was totally blown off, where I thought like Cobra Kai was like attacking the house. And then realized like, I love like, there's that great moment where like you it you connected in your head. She said Cobra Kai because obviously she saw the Cobra Kai mobile. You know, um, she she saw that car once before, like when Johnny had it. Like maybe she doesn't recognize it. She just sees Cobra Kai and it's like, oh my god! And but like right. you recognize it. It was Stingray coming to her. You know, to to get them, and it's like that was like a great moment of like it all clicks together and it makes sense. Uh, just really, really well done and a lot of fun. And oh, I was gonna say, I think when they get in the car and drive off, I think the music sounds like Back to the Future. Um, that would be something to ask Zach and Leo, I guess. Right. Um, I believe the title is like Cobra of the Future or something. So it, it would probably influence, you know, by um Alan Silvestri's score mm-hmm. uh, from, from from the trilogy. So I I, I do know that. Um yeah, and and the fact that you know Joel again used Back to the Future as as mm-hmm. uh, references for some of the sequences here. Um, m- maybe there was uh, some some talk with Zach and Leo, but you're right that that would be uh, a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. Just m- maybe how they manifested that. Like, hey, right. um, tell us about this p- a specific track because of the title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Once you start putting things together, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And again, I was talking about headspace, mm-hmm. like like you said, Amanda has seen that car once, and and Johnny was driving it on uh, December nineteenth, right? Mm-hmm. Right in season three, so and that was it. And so, yeah, um, Kenny, let's see, is that right? No, back in Silver's office, uh, Dimitri was able to find footage of the night of Stingray's beating, only to find that it had been edited down. Um, Tori does have another another date that they try. Uh, at this point, Sam is summoned downstairs, um, where her and Miguel head down, to only find that the Cobras had just arrived. Oh, and isn't... Uh, yeah, Kenny, Kenny's the first to attack. and um, Yeah, Kenny's we, we, first, yeah. Yeah, we see Anthony had just gotten uh, kicked to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when it when it cuts downstairs. Uh, Anthony's like falling. Yeah, um, Devin and Kenny uh, are not pleased to see that Tori is with them. Uh, Sam questions, "How did they know they were there?" To which Miguel responds, "He doesn't know." And we get a reveal that Mitch switched sides. <sighs> Turncoat. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a uh, you know, there's no juice bar and there's no babes. No offense, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, no roof. She gives him a look, <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> she just like reacts. Like I don't know. I I don't know what to make of it. It's just kind of funny to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely building up, and you know, he's he's the guy who never wanted to leave Cobra Guy to begin with. So 
Now, aside from that line that he does say, do it, does he also make the most sense? I mean, I know he just said a lot of the reasons to uh, for us to know that, but like, if you think about it, could there have been anybody else that would have been maybe a little bit more satisfying, or do you think Mitch is the one that makes the absolute most sense? Uh, like, like if they if they had used a different character for this, yes. Um, no, I think I think the, Mitch does make the most sense because um, because yeah, like he, he got kicked out when he lost uh, his fight to Kyler, right? It was to Kyler. Um, I believe that's back right. in season three. He does, yeah, because um, that's that's when like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like like big red, isn't that where they were also like trying to kick the uh, the plant off the top of the 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 log as well? Well, that's that's earlier in the season. Uh this mm. this is this is episode six. It's right after the the fight in episode five, and and they're talking about it. It, it begins. They're talking about like the the fight in the uh, the um, the arcade, you know, next to next to golf and stuff, and. Because the, the Cobra Kai's are talking about it, then Kyler's there for the first time, and you know, Kreese has Kyler fight mission. So that's so that's yeah, oh, that's right, right, that's right. how um, we, which is incidentally, so now he comes back. I guess he's he's welcomed back by Kyler, who who's kind of the guy who got him out. Uh, but then uh, immediately he calls him penis breath again, and I think like there's this moment like they don't call you be penis breath, and, and you like you you understand, yeah. That makes sense, and then and then uh, of course Kyler just says, "Shut up, penis breath." Shut up, penis breath. Yeah, yeah. In uh, in just to tease it because I brought it early, brought it up earlier in terms of the um trailer moments, right? You know, uh, however you want to uh, interpret that, like you know, shocking moments or whatever, just trailer moments. But I remember the sight of seeing Kyler's return in that season three trailer. I was like, "Holy shit, Kyler's a Cobra Kai!" What? Right. You know, so I kind of kind of remember mm-hmm. having that reaction too. Um, so Kyler says there's traitors on both sides, and of course, questions if they should throw down or what. <laughs> so, what is what? Like, no, like, well, no, can we just finish this and then we'll fight? Like, is that acceptable? <laughs> you know, but just yeah. Kyler, Kyler, I he guess, just, just like wants to get it out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, uh, Tori, she says she's not a traitor and uh, is just not buying what Silver is selling. Uh, Robbie says Silver lied to them, to which Kenny takes exception, saying the only person who lied was Robbie. Uh, Miguel jumps in and tells Kenny he doesn't want to do this. And I like this acting from Dallas, too. You know, he kind of mm-hmm. turns around and, and almost like, yeah, you're right. But it's like, oh, it says he does and, and swings. Mm-hmm. Now, this is also kind of similar to his reaction at the water park as well when uh, Miguel also steps in. Do you, do you think uh, um, Kenny is intimidated by Miguel. Um, no, I don't think he knows better. Okay, he should be, but but he's he's headstrong. He's he's arrogant. Um, yeah. So okay, a bit of a wild card. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we cut to the Cobra Mobile. Uh, Stingray is trying to apologize to Daniel while everyone is trying to contact the kids to no avail. Uh, and I guess Stingray was added to the group text because that's why he uh, decided to reach out. Um, I thought this was a you know yeah you know kind of 
similar to a sequence in Back to the Future, but I think it was more of Terminator 2, you know, where the the T2 was um, uh, after he rescues Sarah and John Connor at the hospital, uh, they escape in the car and he turns off the lights, you know, because he's able to see in the dark kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Peak Did Stingray. Have- I, th- I think we're, we're getting <laughs> to peak Stingray here. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Chosen enters the weapons room uh, where he finds Silver observing uh, the monitor. Uh, and did you catch Silver sipping that whiskey? I did. I did. He 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 takes like a big gulp, almost like oh, yeah. Um, it's it's, it's like, a way he does it too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go ahead, continue. Or it's, like it's, like it, yeah, and it, and it cuts like he drinks like and I and I looked when he sets it down. There's still some. It's like he didn't down the whole thing, but like he seems to like swallow aggressively <laughs> i guess it's yeah. like it's uh, it's almost as if he had just taken some medication some pills or something and the, the whiskey was to swig you know to to wash that down that was my opinion uh, the reason i i reached out to you and and wanted you to kind of uh, focus on that at that very moment because i remember in joel's interview he talked about how some of the writers they had like strength wasn't the word that he used but he kind of pointed pointed out like Michael is this way you know when it comes to writing Joe and the one is this way and what he said about Bob was that um he was like a like a character's kind of guy right so mm-hmm. I feel that maybe that could have been scripted or it actually could have just been Thomas you know Ian Griffith um just just added that little flair you know uh uh while while drinking that that whiskey the cognac or whatever it was the, the brown water but um yeah just knowing that bob wrote this episode and and knowing that other things have been filmed or and and it wasn't cut or not explained you, you know we'll get there kind of thing i wonder if this was something you know because nobody's talking about this it could be nothing but it could be something yeah i mean i don't know if he would down medication with whiskey or something it's probably not the best idea but I know, but it'll but, be fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be fun. Um, okay, so Terry asks um, to clarify clarify what was it that Chosen said if he crossed that line uh, before he crossed it again and again. Uh, you, you, do you think that he was just calling Chosen's bluff? Is that why he keeps doing that? Or do you, you think that Chosen was just uh, all talk? Or do you think he thinks that Chosen was all talk? But no, I, I think I, it's I think it's like a pre-fight uh trash talk. Okay, like okay. I I don't I never respected you. You you came in and you said something, but you know what? Screw you. Look what I look what I did. Not even what I'm going to do. Look what I have already done. I've I've ignored you already because you're nothing to me. So Right, right. So uh, and what was it that you said uh, you will beg for mercy mm-hmm. and um Oh, it's just a great moment. Um, in in a lot of these sequences, I only wrote down what I thought was quote unquote important and just kind of enjoyed the rest of it. Uh, so I wrote down Terry knocks chosen down, uh, first, which uh, disappoints him, and he thought that um he'd be more of a challenge than Larusso. Right. All right. Uh, we cut to a brief moment of Johnny uh, taking on the fist. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Whiskey and White Claw, baby. <laughs> it's a good line. It just it breaks up the fight, but yeah, that's that's the yeah, good line. It it's a great line, but I do wonder like how how do they edit this? 
you know, is is um you know, one one of the editors, they they, they just de- decide at this point they're just going to cut this, and it's going to be, you know, a few seconds, and then we're going to go back to the main fight, you know, kind of thing. Um, that's a good question. Um, you know, a lot of times fights like this do come together somewhat more in the editing room than than the the script page, but it depends on how it's written and everything. Yeah. Um, I think I think Zach Arnold edited this one. Um, he's kind of their editor does the big episodes he's done the finales for a couple seasons now seasons uh, three four and five um which um i got to meet him at paley fest and he revealed to me that his son is a fan of uh cobra Kai companion so i didn't know his son was so smart uh yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah would love to speak to him and Spencer at some point. Um, right, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that, that's definitely a department I have not yet tackled. Um, let's see. We go back to Terry and Chosen, and Chosen had just literally hit Terry with the pressure points technique. And when you see that coming, obviously we've seen it uh, what three times now at least. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Chosen's done it to Daniel. Daniel did it to Crease. Daniel did it to Johnny. Johnny and chosen has chosen done it earlier this season before now no i don't think he's no. so i think see, so yeah but yeah. yeah when when you see him tee that up eggplant emoji i'll tell you you know because i know what's coming <laughs> you know you know it's funny when that's one of those things too um when you introduce like these moves like this is the miyagido move for major war or whatever like then it's like if they don't do it also people would be like well why didn't he do the the pressure points <laughs> So right. it's like, yeah, absolutely. they got to work it in somehow to the fight, uh, but it works well. It does. Uh, let's see. Um, hits him with the pressure points technique. Uh, he then Terry grabs a katana and chosen counters with the size. Uh, chosen tells him he's not afraid to kill to which Terry responds. He's not afraid uh, to die. And then we uh, cut again to Johnny. Uh, he's holding up, but being outnumbered uh, is taking a toll on him. Very brief. And then we cut back again. The fight between Chosen and Terry lead outside. Uh, beautiful shot with the katana and all that stuff. I might be jumping ahead a little bit. Um, Terry tries to say they're similar, uh, but Chosen tells him he knows nothing about Miyagi-Do. And I love Yuji's delivery of that. You know, like, mm-hmm. how dare you? You know, we are not the same. You you will not be mentioned in the same vein as, as what we do. You know, because um, Terry tries to compare themselves uh, in the same as that, uh, that that they're both warriors, mm-hmm. you know. Even though like Miyagi Do is more known for defense, Chosen's really putting up a fight here, um, which is obviously a lot of offense, right? And and yeah, and I think part of what specifically prompts that is is Chosen does go on the attack. Like you know, we've heard before, like circle, like counter their moves or something. But Chosen is no actively attacking. Uh, Terry Silver in some of this. So, and that was what prompts that exchange. Um, yeah. Uh, I have one line here. More of Johnny getting his butt whooped. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case we were forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to uh, Terry pulls a Lieutenant Dan and says that he was meant to die on the battlefield. Uh, Chosen gets distracted and Terry fillets him in the back. Doesn't quite fillet him, but I just thought it, it you know, it sounded cool. Pretty good picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so do you remember um me asking Joel about like, you know, 
remove yourself from like the, the shoes of a director and somebody part of the show or whatever, like as a fan, who do you think won kind of thing? Yes, you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he says that he thinks chosen, you know, okay, like if, if basically a gun to his head, right. He's, he's going to say chosen, but uh, his, his weakness was that um, uh, his, uh, Joel put it in such great words too, that, yeah, you know, in a moment of weakness here, that, that, um, you know, chosen is kind of taken out because he hears his his friend in need kind of thing. So, yeah, and that was the moment of the fight. Like, I just like didn't really love just because I feel like I've seen that before. Like, oh, there's some off screen sound that momentarily distracts him. Like, so that like that was the one part. Like, just just because I feel like that's almost like a cliche. Off uh, the trope, fight the trope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Like it's I, um, just you. You see that so much, and for for such a, a, an awesome fight with the the visuals and the fighting and and everything. And this is what we've been waiting for since the end of season four, essentially. Um, it was just like know, ah, I wanted something a little bit more unique or something different. I can understand that absolutely. Like I I remember in in my um uh, non spoiler review, I had mentioned. Um, something like you know this episode's full of movie and TV tropes, you know, but mm-hmm. but they use it in, in a way that like well our characters have never really gone through these things or or have mm-hmm. done any of these tropes. So by season five, why the hell not? You know, um, go all in at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, it, it could have been the last season. You know, we didn't know at that point. Most of us was pretty sure there was going to be a six. Just wasn't an official kind of thing, right? But but yeah, I I um I think I was more kind of like, yep, they did it. They they killed Joseph. <laughs> like I was I was not happy with myself. It did seem that way, yeah. <laughs> it did, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so back to the teens fighting. Tori tries to explain to Devin and she's not hearing it. Very brief there. Um, and upstairs, we cut to Eli who's checking in on Dimitri, uh, and he's logging into a YouTube account. Is this the Cobra Kai account that he's he he says YouTube account? I, I kind of forget, but um, uh, yeah, it is the the Cobra Kai YouTube channel. Like that was okay. that was the plan. We're gonna post it right. on Cobra Kai's own YouTube channel, right? So um, I guess Kyler, they had password complete, you know, installed. I guess it. the authentication or whatever. Like yeah. they 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 knew how to do it. <laughs> um, Kyler enters with Edwin and another Cobra. Uh, Kyler and Eli exchange words before they exchange fists. Uh, we see an encounter between Robbie and Kenny who hits him with a silver bullet. Now, I remember in 508 when we saw him do that to Hawk, I, you know, again, with with uh, all of the hated natigans on, on Twitter thinking that they're going to kill somebody in season five. You know, like if it wasn't chosen, maybe they were going to hurt one of the kids. So I thought it could have been Hawk in that moment against mm-hmm. um, Kenny with the silver bullet. And when this happened, I go, oh no, they're going to do it to Robbie. That's why he's had such this great arc and this great season with his wholesome moments with Johnny. It's gonna, they're going to kill Robbie. So, so I really thought that um, this was it for Robbie at this moment. The very first time I watched it. I guess I never thought that. It did seem like it's, it, you know, we... I've talked about and others talked about Hawk getting nerfed, but it did seem like Robbie got nerfed a little too. Like what happened yeah. to the Robbie hit me if you can in Cobra Kai at the beginning of season four. four and like yeah. he's yeah, and he's getting knocked around. It's like, come on. He can, yeah. he can block that. Yeah. Well, yes, but um 
to reference 508 again. You know, he told Hawk to go easy on Kenny. You know, it's, it's Cobra Kai. You know, so maybe that's he's he's holding back with Kenny yet again. Well, um, you know what happened is he got hit by Kenny because he got hit by some other Cobras. Is what happened, yeah. and then and then like he he turned and wasn't ready for Kenny, who then hits him with the silver bullet. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what happened. Like it was like just some random Cobras who who kind of got a hit on him first. Yeah. Do you think you can run out of ammo, the the silver bullet here? Or? Um yeah, yeah. There's only it's, there's only very possible. Two, two bullets in the chamber and they fired <laughs> fired them both. So. Yeah, you gotta make sure you, you aim correctly. <laughs> um we cut to Johnny who's spitting out blood and could only muster up enough energy to block attacks at this point. Uh and then enters Silver, who's as chosen outside and off the board. Uh, Terry continues. That, well, hold on, that that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. moment uh-huh. that that got me, where I thought maybe mm. he was gone because it Hayden used that exact language. He did. Um, and I think it was a tweet or something. Uh, before, right before the show came out, he's like, "Who's going to be? Someone will be taken off the board." And he used that exact language, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, Hayden does that, and and um. I think I referenced this in one of our episodes uh, at some point. I, I remember um, in season three, I forgot how the exchange went, but Hayden says something about um, under renovations or something like that. And then Kreese says that in season three, I believe it was. or Yeah, I think in season three. And I was like, oh, Hayden was just quoting Kreese. Like Hayden just talks in, in quotes, in Cobra Kai quotes is all it is. You know, very often, um, yeah, yeah. Like I, I won't, I won't give the details of this this exchange. But he also one time says, you know, no, uh, no, no girls allowed. And I, I forgot that that's something Johnny said <laughs> to Aisha. <laughs> so, um, yep. Uh, okay, so Terry continues. Yeah, c- continues that that Crease says he was his uh, Johnny was his best student, but he never saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, says at least he won't be around to screw up another kid, and says he has another. Messed to clean up at the dojo and tells the fist to finish him. Um, we cut back to the Cobra Kai dojo. Wait a yeah. second, hold on. What do you think Chris sees in Johnny that Terry doesn't? Is it just because that's 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 almost a schism point between those two? I mean, not to mention everything, but because uh, Chris and Silver are both um, only they're both the only child. Mm-hmm. In their families, um, those two served in the war. Johnny didn't. His dad did. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I think it may have come up more in season six, which I guess we can talk about down the line. But yeah, right. it's it's this. It's definitely um, something that they're they've been planting the seeds. Um, the flashback in uh, what was it? Episode two, two, seven, six, Four? seven, what, what, no. you, oh, five, season five. Uh, yeah, season five, episode seven, when when they're in the jail and he, and Crease is telling them how they went to Korea or something, and oh, and yeah. like yeah. and 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 Crease didn't want to join the Sakai Taikai because he wanted to focus on his students, especially his new student Johnny. So you see it; it was there from the beginning, and in a way, it was even uh, uh something between them even in that moment. And, and a lot of people talk about, I've been thinking about that flashback too, because a lot of people talk about that flashback um, as like, why, who is this crease? Why is he so thing? And like, maybe that was just him thinking about Johnny was that. And so, yeah, it's definitely something there. Um, 
there's there's so much because then also like uh, why also show us a uh, young um young sensei sensei kim in that mm-hmm. flashback too like right, how does yeah. that tie in to crease's dynamic with johnny as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um so many questions yeah uh let's see downstairs nope cut back to the cobra kai dojo eli and kyler continue to fight uh, robbie gets help from miguel uh, Dimitri gets in on the action and knocks Kyler out. Uh, at this point, the video has been uploaded to the Cobra Kai channel, probably the first video since the move to Netflix. Um, downstairs, Tori is fighting and is rudely interrupted by Sensei Kim, um, who was kind enough to remove her shoes but, uh, before stepping on the mat, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, know, hey, you know, she takes that stuff seriously. Uh, she tells her she's disappointed in her and admits that she warned Silver about her and they go at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, the binary brothers come downstairs and Kyler trips Eli, who loses possession of the hard drive. Uh, luckily, it is recovered by Anthony and Miguel calls to protect the egg. Now, let me ask you, is this the the Miyagi prophecy? <laughs> Anthony protecting the family? I don't you think know, this it's, is it. It's so amazing because I was actually thinking about that as I was watching. Um, is this a... I thought, no, it can't be right. Like it's it's, it's too it's too not much. Like like it, years ago, Miyagi predicted you would hold an iPad amongst a, a well, bunch of because fighting. because it was a kick, right? You know, like it is is the reflexes. So so I I think you know there, there's a fight to come for Anthony in season six that's going to be very pivotal. Yeah, I think so. At least in some way, he's got to have uh, something else to too. go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, I, oh, I was yeah. going to say since you, since you just mentioned it here, uh, they're uploading the YouTube. I feel like none of these people are YouTubers. There's so many jokes they could have had. Like it, they just make it as like it's it's uploading, but like. <laughs> When you upload a video to YouTube, I mean, you'd know this, I guess, at least somewhat. Like, yes. you have to go through all <laughs> these like processes, like uh, selecting is it appropriate for kids? Are you going to monetize right, it? Right. Like, yes. and then, and then, what thumbnail? What, no thumbnail. What bad thing. Yeah, the thumbnail. <laughs> oh my god! Like, there, there have been times where I'm like uploading a, a YouTube video, and like, I had to like go to work, and then uh, or something, and, uh, and I thought, oh shit, I forgot the thumbnail. Like, I'm like uploading, and oh shit, I forgot the thumbnail, and I had to make something in like two minutes. <laughs> or, or I mean, not only that, I mean, I, I you might have just said it, but what about the privacy, right? Like, isn't it on default privacy? Like you actually have to change it. Yes. Yes. It is is defaultly uh, unlisted. It is unlisted. So, you know, you can set it or do you like, do you want it to go live at a certain time, which is actually a new feature. They didn't have that even just a couple of years ago. Like, it's like, uh, and or yeah, all this, all this stuff like that they could have had, uh, but it's fun. Right. Right. I mean, it, it is, there's also weird um, Netflix subtitles. I like how he looks at the iPad. It says like up to loading 1% and then it subtitles that. Um, if you watch with the subtitles, you you may not realize it. Uh, but like if you had the subtitles off, like it still subtitles that. <laughs> Interesting. I did not yeah. know. No, it, it, we yeah. watch everything with subtitles on. Um, I should try like uh like when i try to do like the, the one more watch before a recording kind of thing maybe try that without a, a subtitle so that way i force myself to look at other things because often i'm reading you know right. mm-hmm. just just so i'm not missing any dialogue mm-hmm. so yeah uh, tori yeah yeah. Oh, so, yeah go ahead yeah okay 
Uh, Tori and Sensei Kim are still at it. Uh, Sam comes to Tori's aid, and they go at it. Uh, that hair whip, um, I feel it should have caused more damage. More? Like, I think, like, is it more or less? Or, 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 like, uh, like... <laughs> maybe like her reaction like like it was almost just like yeah i just got slapped so what but i feel feel they, they could have done more with that hair whip like it you know like 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 maybe if if she just continued to hold that spot that she got hit you know because that's gonna sting pretty good right yeah like i noticed okay actually no i take that i i said that wrong i didn't notice okay. it. someone messaged me and said oh my god you know since they came hits sam with her hair or whatever and and i watched it and i think i watched it with the sound off and i and i thought no that's not it she it was just it was just like an awkward angle and it's not her hair that i Rewatching it, I I realized like they put almost a like a whip sound, yeah. like yeah. and and I'm like really like is it that painful like her hair like and it's supposed to be maybe she has something at the bottom but like it doesn't actually look in some some shots it doesn't look that like intimidating or something like like this horrible thing I don't know like I it's kind of like it's like. I get the idea behind it and it's cool, but like part of me is like rolling my eyes a little bit. Well, I mean, cause I like the idea of, mm -hmm. of it being like the, the tail of a snake too, like the, uh, of the worst mm -hmm. type, a rat, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe a rattlesnake or something, something that, um, yeah, you just want to avoid because it, it could be deadly. You That's know, a good way to think about right. it. The tail of a snake. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, Devin watching since Kim fight Sam and Tori and decides at this point that maybe CK not so hot question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll and, and I think this is, this is, uh, you know, the end of Devin's arc, uh, for this season, essentially. Um, yeah. In fact, I don't even think she has a moment after, at the end. Um, so this is essentially her arc. She steps in, um, with Tori, you know, that their bond and, and lets Sam go back away. So, yeah. Right. Uh, Sam say Kim tried to get, uh, uh, tried getting into her head about being the feature and the champ and, Devin tells Sam to go save her brother and that her and Tori got this. Well, good luck because y'all didn't have it earlier in the season. Um, okay, let's see. Daniel, Amanda, Carmen, and Stingray arrive. I, I had to figure out, I was like, what the hell is a Dax? <laughs> D-A-C-S. I was like, what the hell is that? Does that autocorrect? Um, but yeah, those four, they arrive and run into Big Red and Company. Uh, and I wrote down, Stingray has no problems beating up the kids again. Yeah, and... this is yeah, Pink Stingray. This is what really made me laugh. These are like some of my favorite moments of Stingray actually in this year. A little levity. You yeah, know, we yeah. already got a, a death of Chosen and mm -hmm. death of Kreese at this point. You know, uh, inside, Anthony alerts the rest of the team. They have about 5% left. The upload completes and Anthony share plays it on the screens. Um, the scene reminds me of Robocop a little bit. Do you do you uh, remember that movie or have you seen it? I I. I mean, I know it, and I saw it like a long time ago, and probably like clips. But but uh, what's what scene are you referring to? So um, it's when Cl uh, Clarence Boddicker again. Clarence is probably um, you know the, the the where they got the name for the the gerbil or whatever it was, mm -hmm. uh, season three, and uh, he walks into uh, Bob Morton's home, who is an ex uh, exec at OCP, and he has a, a disc with um. Uh, Dick something rather played by Ronnie Cox uh, put, puts the, the the disc into the player and he's got a message for Bobby. Um, he says something like uh, 
Um, I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Now it's time to erase that mistake. So it's just, you know, like a, a reveal, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So probably a reach, but that's just kind of what it reminded me of. Like, oh, here's the screens, you know, with the um, kind of kind of the reveal here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry walks in and is befuddled that his uh, th- that this was the plan and that it changes nothing. Uh, he's addressing Daniel, but Tori says it was their plan and that this, and, and Robbie adds, this changes everything. Uh, at this point, Terry realizes he's lost his students. Uh, he recaps what happened at his home. And this is some really great delivery from um, from Tig as well. You know, um, I, I'm really, really digging Terry in this moment for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he adds that he's the last one still standing and the look Amanda and Carmen give each other gave me chills. Because again, headspace, what do they know? Nothing. They know Johnny's not there. Chosen's not there. And if Silver's talking about he's the last one standing, what happened to those two? Mm-hmm. Um, Terry continues about how there's no morals or happy endings. Life's a competitive sport. No such thing as right and wrong. Only winners and losers. Uh, do you have anything to add to Terry's speech here? Yeah, actually, I, I was realized we, I want to back up just a second. Did you know what the clip was going to be? Um, no, that they were no, going to show. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I, surprise, I, was surprise. So I was just confused. like, oh, yeah. I was just like, what? What, what can? Yeah, like what? Is, what is it? Like they deliberately held it back. Um, and I kept thinking, what is it? What is it? Like, um, so yeah, that that this clip and. Good thing he has microphones in the dojo as well as the cameras uh, to record the audio. So <laughs> so clearly, That's sound, right? so clearly, yeah, <laughs> yes, um, it, it might have subtitles too. I don't know. I mm-hmm. wasn't really paying that close attention. Um, we cut to let's see. At this point, Johnny is out of whiskey and white claw and used the power of the sonogram to take down the fist mm-hmm. uh, with the little help from Barnes. A TV does fall. Um, my condolences, sir. <laughs> yeah, it gets me every time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Johnny pockets a severed finger with a ring. Now, I kind of missed a detail. Does he actually take the finger too, or just takes the ring off the finger? Well, we don't see him pawn it. Um, it just okay. we just know he has that ring. Or, well, no, I I take that back. Someone else we'll get to has that ring later in the show. Yes, yeah, because uh, um, it's one of those uh. Mandela effects for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I thought Johnny was one that severed the the finger for the longest time. But no, it was no. Min June. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Min yeah. June accidentally mm-hmm. does it. So mm-hmm. so there's a few things that I just kind of misremembered. Johnny, um, Johnny and, did a little no B there and he ended up hitting his yeah. own guy. There you go. He really likes that uh that Miyagiism there. Yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah, it does. Absolutely. Um Oh, did I go too far? Is he back? Um, attacking Kyler, traitor. But, but the the fight is good. The, the Johnny climax fight. You know, it ends. Uh, Johnny kind of kicking some ass. So definitely Johnny's big moment here for this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Terry is still talking. Uh, reminds Daniel he got his ass kicked, and round two begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry adds that he's uh, taking care of Chosen, and that this is where Miyagi Do ends. Um, and Growing up with the Karate Kid, you know, movies and and seeing how this played out, like it, it brought tears to my eyes, you know, um, because, yeah, I, I like Johnny, but, you know, I didn't grow up like a Johnny guy. Right. I know there's a lot of Johnny fans and whatever, whatever. But like for the Miyagi-Do fans and the Daniel fans, this is this is huge. This and, is this is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a very it, triumphant moment. Very stand up and cheer. Uh, so. Absolutely. Very well said. Yeah. Stand yeah. up and cheer. It, it really does. Like, yeah. Uh, how, how do you want to describe um, some of the sequences here? Because obviously he uses the uh, the Quicksilver method against, you know, Terry Silver, uh, who, who taught this to him 30 some odd years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then um, bookends, you know, uh, the, the, the crane kick, which uh, he was mocked for in the third film. Yeah. Um, especially for using it in a tournament, <laughs> but it's not a tournament, but, but I think it's actually great. Um, that we can see the crane kick in a real fight, like and and they did a great job of like making it. Uh, it just all ties together so well, um, you know. It, it, oh, it, it, it's it's like fan service, but it doesn't feel like it just because it it works so well. Um, because this is what you've been waiting for, right? Like five yeah. seasons, thirty plus years, um, and it just it just like ties together. And and you're right um, from from the uh, the third movie that the, the uh, Quicksilver method, where it's going back and he and he and he wins and oh, yeah, yes, yeah, stand up and cheer. It's 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 just I lo- I love it. And uh, to address a few things, like I've seen people say, oh, it was too quick, oh, it was too one sided. But like I think emotionally, like at this point in this episode, we didn't need a long drawn off fight between like Daniel and silver where like he's winning that silver's winning and it's back and forth. Like it, it works. So it's, it works emotionally uh, yeah, because it's I like that. It, yeah. Yeah. I like that because, um, cause we see the, like the, um, in, in part three in credit hit part three, we see the, 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 how do I want to word this? Like the, the men, mental, um, you know, abuse from Terry on on Daniel. Then we see him physically beat him down in five hundred five, and yeah, mm-hmm. this is just that round two where um, you know, D- Daniel has all the confidence in the world here, and is able to take down Terry. Uh, and again, for those that missed Joel's uh, interview, he talks about um, Ralph. You know, I, I I don't remember how he explained the first attempt, but Ralph's like, you know, let me let me just try again. You know, mm-hmm. and and Ralph was able to get on the second try. Uh, the, yeah, the and then nailed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it goes back to what he said. Um, you know, right at the fight. You know, the the roots are strong. The tree will survive. Right, even after them. Right, which is why I made that the intro. Uh, <laughs> ah, <I love. laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet. So I know for people who don't know, like I was <laughs> right. actually, I was sitting here thinking, should I mention it or not? Cause I know you haven't listened to it yet, but right, uh, right. it is uh, so like, because it's, it, this is just the, the climax of the episode, the season and of the series so far. Um, yeah, it, actually that's, that's perfect. I mean, there's so many good um, uh, clips you, you could have gotten. So for those that don't know, the inside baseball watch party picks all of the, the intro clips that you guys have heard for, for season five. And I don't listen to it until I am in the editing process. And that's one of the last things I listen to because I want to be surprised. So, and, and I'm totally fine with that reveal. Cause I mean, we're kind of talking about this, this really epic moment here. Right. So yeah, that's actually very fitting. I like that. Um, also, further yeah. props to to John, Josh, and Hayden. Uh, I think they knew they needed to save the crane kick uh, for for a moment like this. I mean, the crane kick from Daniel. Obviously, we had it, you know, from from uh, Miguel. Miguel, yeah, in season one. Like they knew they had to address it some way, and they did that in the tournament in season one. 
Uh, but like they, then, they knew they had to, they, they knew they couldn't do this show without having Daniel do that again. But the, it had to be right. It just had to be right. right. And you got to find the right moment and combining it with the Quicksilver, combining it. You know, he can't see, he can't fight. Like, I'm going to hit his, his eyes, his face. Uh, right. Which is what, what Daniel does. And it's just, it just, it works. And it's the, their patience that they know they don't want to throw it in episode one of season one or even season one. They, they're going to wait for the right moment. And, and I, I tell fans this, like when, whenever fans come to me, oh, is such and such going to happen? Like they, they know they have to wait for the right moment. It's got to be there. Sure. It's like you, you want it, it but it, it's got to be right. And that's what happens. Why this was so great. I wasn't expecting it. I think most people weren't expecting it. But when it happened, it was it felt right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, to to what uh, to, to add to what you were saying, you know, like Miguel does it in the in 110. And then we see Johnny tease it with Daniel in what 402 on on the sparring deck and mm-hmm. you know just just mockingly in part of a montage and then we don't see it again until it's actually executed yeah, also in 202 when 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 they were doing the the, the montage at the car dealership and that one guy asked them or whatever oh, they were doing <laughs> yeah i forgot about yeah. that you know, yeah the, the poses were, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh, um okay. yeah just just great and, and like i said that's why I think best episode 10 of the series so far um, because, because uh, it's really leading to this moment, really essentially. Um, And it's like you said, the mind war in the end, silver was, was Daniel's true nemesis. Uh, Just like like the way the movies went, crease is kind of more tied up with Johnny. uh, So it was like Daniel's nemesis was silver and and he wins, you know, the good guy wins and and it's right. It feels right. Just yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, defeated, all of Cherry's students decide to leave Cobra Kai, starting with Kenny. Kenny first, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and my question is, where's Homeless Lynn? There's plenty of clothes right here for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> and let's see, we go outside, and we got one of those epic, you know, after an action movie, and everyone's wrapped up in blankets and, mm-hmm. talk, you know, um, giving their statements and whatnot. Kyler running his mouth as usual, saying he <laughs> rescued everyone and that Cobra Kai was becoming cultish. Uh, we we see... Who's uh, a turncoat Sting- now? Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, really. Uh, Stingray trying to clear his name. Um, verification that the Ginger Twins are indeed brothers, for those mm-hmm. that were wondering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie checks in with Kenny and he just needs a moment to be alone. Uh, Robbie and Tori, kids, wait... Kiss and kiss makeup. and makeup. Yeah. Kids, other kids. What? Uh, yeah, kiss and makeup. Miguel and Sam uh, making sure the other is okay. Uh, they talk it out and re- reveal that they love one another. And they also Aww. kiss. Yeah. Um, Johnny shows up in Reggie's limo and him and Carmen embrace. And if you watch Billy's body before it cuts, it looks like he was balancing himself to get down on one knee. You know when somebody is trying to make some space for themselves so that way they can get down? Mm-hmm. Just look for his body to shift just ever so slightly before it cuts. I'm just saying, just go back and look. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Barnes helps Chosen out of the back of the vehicle. He survived it after all. Uh, Johnny drove because he knew where the location was. It was just a flesh wound. 
It was just a flesh wound. Uh, yeah. Chosen adds that maybe he should have had a short island iced tea. Maybe he'll have a clearer mind, right? Yeah. So, um, also, I think I. Uh, so, first off, let me preface this: I don't know my drinks. Okay. Um, I know what a long, uh, long island, island iced tea is, mm-hmm. right? When we went to Kona Kitchen for Ralph Macchio's um uh, book signing tour in Seattle, uh, UG uh, at his restaurant, they had um just recently introduced. I think the chosen cocktail. Don't remember what was in it. It was a little strong, which is chosen, so I get it. Um, but I do wonder if it if it's got any of the ingredients of a of a Long Island iced tea because I feel that that's like it's teed up for you right there, right? Probably, probably, yeah. Because yeah. um, like Long Island sh- has <laughs> a lot of the different um, a, a mixture of uh, the different alcohols, so there's a good chance at least some of it overlaps. Yeah, it could be, and they could call it Short Island Iced Tea. You know, like sure. it would have been perfect. Sure. Short Island Iced Short Tea. Short Island co- Chosen. The, the, the Chosen Cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Be really long. Uh, <laughs> oops, I just closed my notes. Okay, let's see. So, Miguel Chosen, Flesh Wound. Ah, Daniel sees that Barnes is in a possession of a Rembrandt painting. And again, they've been setting that up. Um, Barnes says it's uh, it should be worth as much as the store. Now, you obviously know the uh, the history of this particular painting, yes? Should I? No. Um, oh, you, you don't. Like, know? It was stolen. I mean, I I I know. Yeah, now that the the history of this was stolen, I think from a museum, right? Um, Correct. Yeah, in yeah. Boston, and so I was like, did Terry buy it from somebody? I I don't. Would he buy stolen artwork? I don't think he would. But he wouldn't steal the art. We're like, how, how does he have it? Auction? He goes to auctions. Yeah. Could you could you auction something like that, though? Stolen from a museum? Uh, not legitimately. Um, okay. uh, wait, when, when was it stolen? Um, I think in the 90s. Okay. So it was stolen after Terry Silver was clean. I don't know. They probably didn't think it through that much. Yeah, still, yeah, it was stolen in 1990. Um, there you go. So he he just has connections to the underworld, the criminal world. Yeah. And sometime in during season four, uh, when he was going back, he he went and redid some of his his home and, and added some stolen merchandise. You know. Right. Right. Uh. So Rembrandt, um, Barnes, uh, blah, 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 blah. LaRusso, um, bro, La Russo, they bro hug as Carmen and Amanda are admiring Carmen's Manny. Um, Silver is brought Manny, out. In, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to add to that or any well, more comments on that? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the ring. So uh, Carmen has the ring. The ring. Yep. Like, there's, there's no reason to pretend like it's not. Like, I, I you interviewed <laughs> Vanessa Rubio and you should have said, yeah. I, you, you let her get away with that. Like, I would have been like, okay, so you're clearly wearing a ring there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. in shot. It's in frame. It's not It's not even a secret. Like, it's, it's, it's clearly in frame. Like, so... Yeah, you know yeah. that that's that is a good point because like you, you guys left it in, like mm-hmm. you guys left it in. Why are we not talking? About it? I mean, I know why you guys aren't talking about it, but why can't we have some answers? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, something. I don't know. I I would say so. Um, but um, but we'll see. And and we also know that there were at least some things shot 
for this episode uh, that seemed to get cut, that were cut, uh, whether or not they'll be used in season six or not. But, you know, that starts with something Ralph had just mentioned, uh, like right before, after the season came out, yeah. you know, he probably had said the proposal. Yeah, um, yeah, probably the proposal or maybe something else in regards to like the fact that they broke in <laughs> to Terry's home. They did. Sure. They did break into Terry's home, but uh, we'll see. Um, Silver is brought on cuffs, and this is where our heroes also find out that uh, Crease died. And cut to Crease uh, being wheeled in on a gurney. Um, he's definitely got some color back in his skin, so yeah. probably started breathing again. Crease's uh, corpse, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the doctor, puzzled by the consistency of the blood, tastes it, and it is revealed to be Jello. Uh, Terminator Crease wakes up beats everyone up and exits the prison in the doctor's clothes and the therapist's badge. And we got our last end snake. I'm begging, I'm begging you for what? Yeah, mercy. What? For oh, mercy. it is a good line. It is a good moment. Um, if, if I just had the know-how to, to um, replicate that, that Terminator like effects, you know, through his eyes. So, you know, when he's looking at the doctor sizing him up for his clothes, because that's oh, what it kind of reminded oh, me yeah. of. Yeah. You know, and then when he steps out, you know, in, uh, you play bad to the bone, right? Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's got Dr. Folsom's key pass, which, which everyone right. loves to say, like, well, how did she get out of the hospital? I don't, I was sitting there thinking maybe she didn't leave yet. Maybe she's actually still there with clients yeah. or, Could of course, be. it's supposed to be 1 a.m. or something. I don't know. Oh, right, um, right, right. Yeah. At, at this point, yeah, you're probably uh, 1 2 a.m. Yeah. I've also so, played with the idea that the timeline isn't linear and like this crease part took place actually earlier in the evening. Um, but I don't right, know. Right, <laughs> right. That, 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 that would also, uh, yeah, because if just think about the, the crease um, stuff, I isolate that, right? Mm-hmm. And he um, gets, gets shivved. Mm-hmm. And they um, put him on a gurney. Where does that go, and how long does it stay there before that doctor shows up? Is right. there no is is there no ur- sense of urgency because it is a doctor? He's coming to check it. If it's almost two a.m., what's what's he doing up? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, is, oh, it, wait, is, wait it, is it like is it medical emergency doctor or is it he's dead? In this is the corpse. In what are you doing? An autopsy or something? Like I don't. know. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it's it was probably earlier in the evening, and and so when the um the cop, you know, w- which Amy t- talked about how like he's like giving us all the exposition because he just seems to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably <laughs> yeah retelling like what happened earlier in the evening, right? Yeah. So it wasn't happening now, and he just heard it over the 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 radio, right? Because yeah. that would make no, zero sense. So mm-hmm. so yeah, that, that and, uh, but sense. but um. It's a good like when I was talking earlier where where things click in place for you. Uh like this is the same thing. <laughs> like I didn't think Chris died. But then like but like I didn't have time it happened so fast you didn't have time to think about it. I didn't know what happened. I just didn't think he died. And then like this whole oh he faked his death thing like it was another great moment of like everything the puzzle piece coming into place. It's like clicks for you. Uh I really love that. Uh, conclusion because i didn't expect it um right right and i know a lot of people and this did you mention it at the top uh, yeah yeah it, it was when i asked for your first initial um uh, uh impressions or whatever i and you had mentioned like a lot of people also thought that this could have been like a series finale 
which mm-hmm. I, I could totally see that a lot a lot of yeah. um you know things uh, you know wrapped up that but yeah that like, ending moment it's it's all wrapped up and and I even mentioned in last episode how like we were wrapping up Louis and Anusha's stuff and like like yeah. even like the smaller side characters were getting kind of closure. Um, yeah, absolutely. So like for me, like and and this was even before wasn't it Hayden in one of your live streams? He said that was not the end. Um. He may have. I don't remember um, if he said that specifically, but yeah, I I, I feel like it was. It was was like not that long after season five had dropped. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I was telling people, I go, you guys, they are big Terry Silver fans. There's no way they're going to. That's not his end. There's no way they're going to end the show with that for Terry Silver. Yeah, it feels like there's going to be more Terry Silver, uh, just not right away. In fact, I think Hayden or John or one of them alluded to that, like in in the um, in in, in like a Q and A. He's like, you know, he's got good lawyers, but you know, Stingray's testimony here is kind of like sketchy. Like when you completely change what you said earlier, you know, it's going to be sketchy. You know, from like a legal perspective, but it may not. Uh, clear out for silver right away so yeah i think there's more for silver down the line oh absolutely and obviously you know we've already um been or season six has already been announced so oh man what a what what a great season uh yeah really great um i loved it i i think it ends super strong the episode 910 combination uh, it's probably like I said, this is the best episode 10. I also think it's like maybe the best nine, 10 together. Um, just because so, so, leading to that fight with uh Daniel and uh Terry Silver, and then with the little denouement at the end after the thing, and then the little twist hey, Chris faked his death, it's yeah, just, actually, actually great, yeah. What, what, what I kind of said about um, this being like a a, a one hour, you know, with with commercials, a, a one hour TV movie. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think you you just said it right there. Nine nine and ten together because it goes together. Like you know, when they go clubbing and and like mm-hmm. all of that leading into episode ten. I, I think yeah, nine and ten is a perfect one two punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Um, has has fan service that you don't even realize is fan service and that's that's where it's so good um we we didn't even like mention and i was thinking about this and then uh when when johnny chosen and mike barnes take off to the three consequences take off to terry silvers it's like you have the three villains of the movies now all working together against the Uh, super villain terry silver like it's 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 like like people talk about this in, in other shows and movies, other franchises, like, oh, it's just fan service or something. Like in here, you get it, but you don't you don't even realize it. as you're watching it, you're just so engrossed in what's happening at the moment. Like you, you aren't thinking like oh, this is what we've been waiting for. Like this is such a cool moment. Cause because it's done so well. And I yeah. like that. Like I I just like you just respect it. Yeah, respect. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and watch it several times. You can do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. On repeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And on to the feedback in the Facebook group. I want to thank everyone again for leaving all your guys' uh, comments, questions, and feedback in the group page. Uh, this is the last one for season five. And we will start off with Ron Y. 
He says, I'm sure plenty of people have said this and or you have already said it on the podcast, but this episode really seemed like a series finale more than a season finale. Even so, I looked forward. Even so, I look forward to season six. And he actually adds, also, who knew that Mike Barnes teaming up with Chosen and Johnny to fight Silver was the badass match of the century I never knew I always wanted. This episode was awesome. Yep, I agree with all of that as well. Um, So many team-ups that we didn't expect, right? I mean, we, I think a lot of us before the season also kind of speculated, oh, what about Mike Barnes versus Johnny? So we didn't necessarily mm-hmm. get that, but we got our kerfuffle. Is that is that the right word? A um, a bit of an yeah, altercation? Yeah, like a, a little bit of a, like a back and forth almost, yeah. Just a little bit, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. in the beginning of this episode, but but right. that was pretty much it. I, I don't know if I need them to fight. Like if, if Mike Barnes were to show up in season six, like, you know, he's, he seems to be a nice guy now. You know what I mean? Um, right. Right. I think, I think that the team up worked better. Um, than that. I think so. Yeah. So, um, people grow up and, you know, Mike Barnes was, you know, a teenager at the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, the next one comes from Philomena. Uh, she says it, it's easily my favorite of the finals. Uh, chaotic, uh, chaotic, nail biting, white knuckled, fist pumping, edge of your seat action. I was off the off my seat the whole time, and I spent half of the time thinking Chosen died, which was stressful as heck. Yeah. We had a <laughs> yes, yes, it was. And I mean, you guys, I didn't want it right, and I've been speculating that he might, and so mm-hmm. I was. It was nerve wracking for me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> she continues. We had a credit kid. Fans dream of Daniel chosen Mike and Johnny in the same scene. Can we just expel the myth? Daniel's second fight versus Terry was easy for him, please. I mean, it's so easy to face the one person who is the cause of all your drama, trauma, mm-hmm. and who almost successfully, who almost successfully in destroying you the second time around again and again. Using the quicksilver method against silver with the green kick as rule number three was gloriously, poetically satisfying on all levels. Nothing hits harder than a comeback, and Bai did this one, and by maybe she means boy, and boy did this one hit hard? Could be. Yeah, that sounds right. I like that phrase, nothing hits harder than a comeback. Yeah, I, I really like that too, actually. Um, let's see, Jose, um, I mentioned him earlier during our uh kind of updates here he mm-hmm. adds let's put it out there just how screwed is mitch going to be <laughs> now that he has zero friends he is now in the fool me twice zone and burned any chance at earning trust so what do you think about that um you think you think he's got no friends you don't think they'll i think i think chris will may uh give him shit but but welcome him back and you know and i was uh, even saying uh earlier today to, on a, a live stream that i think uh I think it depends on who he kind of goes towards because Daniel's uh, second chances, third chances kind of guy. So Daniel will tell people to bring him back in. Uh, I think Johnny can give him hell, uh, you know, get, you know, give him a little uh, shit, sort of like he did with Hawk at the beginning of season four. You know, he's got to, he's got to earn his trust back. Yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, this, mm-hmm. this is a, you know, a really good group of kids who are kind of, going towards their adulthood and so i think uh one of those steps is kind of forgiving you know mm-hmm. if, if if they want to mature but you know um i i get it but we'll we'll see i i feel like, like i had mentioned earlier i feel this um uh, is is 
not like a top priority in, in things that need to be addressed in season six, but I can't see it go unanswered in season six, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the next one comes from JS. He says, the fight scene between Chosen and Terry was pretty badass. Wish Chosen would inflicted more wounds on him, though. Johnny sure can take a lot of punishment, uh, like a lot, a lot. But how the hell did Mike Barnes knock that last guy out with a somersault move? I wonder how Mitch feels betraying his friends to rejoin Cobra Kai only to quit again. Uh, Tonight, we cut head off Snake, drunken laugh, classic Chosen. Uh, Sam and Miguel profess their love for each other. About time, smiley face. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolute favorite parts of the episode is the Miguel and Robbie scenes. When Miguel step in between Kenny and Robbie and when Miguel backs up Robbie while he's getting whooped on just goes to show you the bond they're starting to have as brothers. Tori and Sam teaming up was cool too, but still too new. I mean, they just became friendly at the end of last episode. My question is for you, Peter, and Watch Party is, do you plan on doing a prediction episode for season six with feedback like this? And yeah, I, I think we will. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't we? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, we're going to have, have a little time and I definitely think we can uh, have some predictions, you know. Absolutely. There's um, definitely going to be uh, a lull between um, this last season and the next. Mm-hmm. And so I I will probably even put it out there. I, I feel we can probably have one sooner than later now that we're done with season five. And then maybe we can do like another one slash prop bets maybe or m- maybe keep them separate leading up to season six like we've done previously. Uh, yeah. It's been, yeah. Yeah, prop bets. <laughs> we still, yeah, we still need to do that for season five. I know. I, know. I just remembered. I was like, okay. yeah. I think I think Ken mentioned it not on today's live stream, but maybe his last one. He brought that up again that we need to get together. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so thanks for that, Jay. Uh, the next one comes from Dorian. He's got a lot of points here. Um, Johnny protecting Daniel with Mike, oh, from Mike by throwing an empty banquet can at his head. Priceless. Uh, Mike's voice when he says, my wife sounds ominous. Uh, please let Mrs. Barnes be okay, which I, I think she is. Yeah, I think she's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she just left him. Just, just left him. Um, great direction, having all three of Daniel's ex-rivals surrounding him. Uh, Stingray pulling a Miyagi beating up the Cobras was genius. Stingray pulling a Miyagi beating up. I think he's me like the way Miyagi beat up Johnny and Bobby and them in the movie, um, like oh, jumping okay. down and, and beating. I think that's what he's referring to. Yeah. And and how uh, Stingray climbs upwards. Is that yeah, the kind of like okay. a, almost like a reverse Miyagi instead of jumping down. He's like, got it. Got <laughs> it. In his thing and, uh, Silver versus Chosen was so brilliantly choreographed. Uh, this was the closest. We'll get to Master Kim versus Sato. I say mm-hmm. Sato because he was Chosen's master. Uh, Mr. Miyagi's prophecy of Anthony protecting the family paid off. If it wasn't for his tech skills, the bribery wouldn't have been brought to light. Uh, Eli has come full circle with his identity. There's no Hawk, only Eli. Um, Daniel versus Silver was the perfect final fight done with the mix of 80s flashback style and fight scene. Uh, Daniel using Quicksilver is genius because he used Cobra Kai. The arm lock Silver used on him plus the leg sweep. Eagle Fang, the Eagle Strike, and Miyagi-Do, the Crane. Before I continue, do you want to comment on any of these points that he's been making? Well, I was thinking, um, I, I, I kind of go with what Jacob says, where he feels like Eli and Hawk are the same person. So I wouldn't say it's not like no Hawk, only Eli. I just think like they've merged in a, in a way where he's he's very confident in himself. 
Mm. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so he says, uh, continues, Sensei Kim's face when Silver's losing to Daniel is hilarious. She's thinking, why did I fall for this guy's crap? Uh, Johnny has been given his own airborne theme, the band that wrote and performed back in the game. Daniel got breaking out of hell. Johnny got running wild. Badass. Uh, long live Aussie Rock. Which, for those that are maybe newer listeners and aren't familiar with Dorian, he's from Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally got a La Russo hug, a bro hug. Yeah, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And the crease escape is the perfect twist. All in all, perfect cliffhanger. So, yeah, thanks, Dorian, for all of those. Yeah, a lot totally of great, great points, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one comes from Randy C. He says, I said it at the first time it aired, and I'll say it again. If the show creators intended the season five finale to wrap up the entire saga, it would have been a wonderful ending. Most of the major character conflicts were resolved, and better yet, the entire Karate Kid Cobra Kai saga would effectively be bookended with a crane kick. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now that we know that there will be a season six, here are the crucial questions with a wink. Um Question number one, did a talk screen at the time of his arrest show trace amounts of cocaine in Silver's system? Um, number two, will we see a conflict-free double date with Miguel, Samantha, and Robbie Tori? Mm, that's a good question. Conflict-free? Come on. Conflict-free, yeah. <laughs> in right. this show? <laughs> this the Miyagi-verse? Are you kidding yeah. me? Um, question number three, how does Julie Pierce figure into the story? Uh, we we can answer that in a little bit here. And the last one, number five, will Stingray return the Cobra Mobile to Johnny, or is Johnny now at a stage that the Eagle Fang, Eagle Van, actually fits him better? Uh, in parentheses, given his impending baby, I do hope he at least upgrades to something with better child safety features than his uh, his ninety three Dodge Van. Um, great points and great yeah. questions as well. Uh, what do you think about the Silver Beyond Cocaine? Do you think? Uh, I, I didn't I, funny I didn't even think of that even though I speculated that back after season four but um I don't know I I, I I'm just gonna say no just because I don't know if it'll come up or to what extent um but it, it is fun to think about and imagine maybe maybe they didn't run the talks you know on him so the tox report so yeah I, I've kind of been saying this um a few different places but it it's going to be really interesting to see how they start off with episode one because I, for some reason I I, I just I, I feel that the cops that apprehended him were probably in his pocket, you know that's just mm-hmm. just my thinking. I I hope that I'm wrong. Um, the conflict free double date again, Miyagi verse. There's not going to be any. They may try. You know what? They may try. They you know? they may try, but who knows? Maybe it's the last season. It's just like maybe we'll just get it. You know, mm-hmm. good. How does Julie Pierce figure into the story? Well, a lot of people have been saying, you know, if if the senseis are involved in the in the tournament, she can face off with Sensei Kim. Um, she is a Miyagi Do student, so a lot of us uh, have always said that, or kind of agree that, you know, Julie and Daniel must have met before. Um, was it? And I think you, uh, Watch Party, mentioned it in your live stream to kind of open up. Uh, in the beginning, you you mentioned how um, Daniel, you know, in in season two, mentions that there uh, there used to be or that there had been uh, some time more than since, one student. More than yeah, one. there we go at this dojo, right? 
So, um, so that's how she'll probably play in, small mm-hmm. or little. We don't know. I mean, look, look how, how much of an impact Jessica Andrews made in season five, just with one episode. One episode, yeah, that's it. And it was so, like, you know, really defining. Great appearance, by the way. Um, Absolutely, uh, yeah. a huge surprise to everybody. I, I think a lot of people figured she might show up, but we were definitely like, we don't know how the hell it's gonna work. Um, the Cobra Mobile. What were your thoughts on that? Do you think? Uh, I Johnny love that car. Him. Although I, it is interesting because um, I get mad. I guess it's Stingray's now. Like I don't see Johnny wanting it back. I don't see Stingray giving it away. At least not right now. I don't know. Like, um, so I guess the Cobra reveal stays with Stingray. I don't know. Unless, unless like he gifts it to Johnny or something. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just, I, yeah, because I always imagined like this is, you, you could get this into a season six prediction. Like, I always imagined Johnny's got the Cobra Mobile. Uh, Daniel has his car, the, the, the Ford, the banana boat. And so, the, yeah, they're driving down the, the road side by side. It would just, it could be this like great montage of like the end for both of them and their car, their respective cars, their classic cars or something. And so, so I always kind of thought it would end up back in Johnny, but, but where the season five ended at the moment, I don't see how they get there. That's not to say it's not possible. Um, you know, maybe if Stingray doesn't want anything to do with Cobra Kai anymore, I guess he could give it away. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes from there. I like that. And you have mentioned this before uh, about, I, I believe this is before season four, um, the fact that TB3, they, they love Stingray, right? Mm-hmm. If they can... F- Find a way to um, put him in, they'll probably put him in. Mm-hmm. Having said that, we don't know if Stingray will return in season six, but let's just say he does. And let's say that, you know, one of the last two episodes is the wedding. Maybe Stingray tries to hand him the keys back and says, hey, you know. Yeah, As a wedding great. gift. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a wedding gift. It's originally yours anyway. And then Johnny, you know, looks at the car. He's like, hey, you know what? It's yours now. You know, hands the key back. You know, as uh, don't worry about it. It's yours. Do what you want. And um, I don't know. Maybe did they upgrade? Yeah, to something more family friendly. But it could be badass to picture Johnny taking the car back and him and Carmen, you know, speeding off in in that Cobra Mobile too. Because if the baby is there, I'm sure the brothers, you know, can can take care of the baby kind of thing. So a few different mm-hmm. ways they can do it mm-hmm. if if they want to introduce that. That'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's uh, definitely a lot of great images, and I and I like the idea of it as like a wedding gift or something. Right, like right. That. <laughs> um, let's see. So, thank you, uh, Randy, for the, some of those questions. Um, next one comes from Emily. She says, "Just a completely random and weird piece of trivia: the painting that Barnes Barnes swiped from Terry's house uh, is the Storm on the Sea of Gala- uh, Galilee." Galilee. That sounds right, right? I feel it was longer than that. Galilee. Uh, painted in 1633 by Rembrandt. Uh, the painting was part of the permanent collection of the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston until it was among 13 works of art stolen from the museum on March 18th, 1990. The stolen paintings have never been recovered. March 18th is also notable for being Thomas Ian Griffith's birthday and the dividing lines between Miyagi verse actors and their characters continue to grow vanishingly thin. Uh, yeah, it's Storm on the Sea of Galilee is how it's pronounced. 
Ah, okay. Thank you for that. And uh, she also included a link to that for those that want to check it out. And let's see here. The next one comes from Anne. Uh, she has a lot to say, as you'd imagine. Um, a lot, a lot. <laughs> okay, so here we go. I love the parallel callback of Mike's introduction. Bad boy of karate, scoff. He doesn't look so bad to me. Yeah, I um, love that too. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, good callback. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode three, uh, when Chosen does it. Um, everyone's drunk acting was great, but there's a moment where Ralph drunk face while he's trying to listen to Mike. That is hilarious. Uh, who could have predicted back in season one that Daniel would not only share the screen with his arch teen bullies, but have them all on the same side? Wild. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, I don't think any of us could have no, guessed that. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Johnny's get your damn hands off him followed by Coors Banquet tossed to the head is almost as glorious as him slapping Daniel's butt as he drunkenly staggers back into the limo um, <laughs> this is a great scene one of the best uh, Mike and Johnny trying to kick in the door to Silver's house thank God for Chosen yeah mm-hmm. um, Amanda's nickname for Daniel on her phone is hubby because of course it is uh, when she tells Daniel it's Cobra Kai that came to the house I was genuinely genuinely scared so was yeah. I. Yeah, me too. I'm sure Peter will mention the Back to the Future homage when Daniel approaches the truckers to score when the CK mo- mobile comes around the corner, even sounds like Alan Silvestri. It does. And mm-hmm. yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few sequences that I pointed out as well. And maybe, you know, since I already kind of brought them up during the review, I might as well make the announcement. But I plan on making... um. Yeah, maybe like a short, you know, for YouTube. I, I want to try doing one of those. And that way I can also make it a reel on Instagram. But I want to kind of put some scenes that parallel uh, uh, episode 10, uh, 510, with some sequences from Back to the Future. Um, because after speaking with Joel, which I've been pimping out all, all episode, uh, you know, him mentioning that, yeah, Back to the Future was definitely one of the references that they used for some of the um, framing and, and whatnot uh, in, in this episode. So, again, go check it out. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she continues, come with me if you want to live. Was great. I really enjoyed Stingray <laughs> this season. So did I. Yeah. I um, did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike was pretty useless in that fight, wasn't he? If I recall correctly, Robin's interview with Bob Dearden revealed it was because ultimately it was Johnny's fight. Uh, now, I, I didn't listen to that one for the obvious because we were still kind of working through the reviews, but you did, didn't you? Um, I know. I think that one, I only listened to the end of it um, oh, okay. where he gave away like the uh, thing. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole thing. So... Because I I just I skipped to the end where they were talking about season six. Yeah, I'll um I'll reach out to Bob, but since they're getting close to season six, uh, uh, it, it may be a no. But um, in the event he does say yes, I'm going to hold off on that interview. Um, but that's usually why I don't listen to those yet until I've interviewed the person myself. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. The fight between Chosen and Terry was bananas. I really thought Chosen was done for there. I think I think we all did. Uh, I mean, even Terry goes inside and says that. Uh, what do you What do you say? He's he's finished or whatever. Go clean up outside or whatever the line was. Right. Um, when Terry was pontificating to Daniel as Johnny was getting the crap beat out of him, I really thought they were going to go super dark and kill Johnny too. I was like, "What the hell is happening right now?" Jeez. I, in in my mind, I've always been like, 
Johnny and Miguel were off limits to me just because they were the main ones since season one. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, yeah. So I, I felt like they were the safest of of the entire cast. Yeah, and they're executive producers too. By the way, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. Um, see, uh, the fight between Daniel and Terry was so tense. Daniel and using the Quicksilver method for defense to employ the crane kick that Silver mocked all those years ago with poetic mm-hmm. justice. It's just a shame that the rest of the party limo posse wasn't there to witness it. I love the man's face, though. At least the kids were there to see Miyagi-Do, Miyagi-Do works, economical, just a few moves inefficient. Um, love seeing Anthony with Eli and Dimitri at the end. Uh, ch- hmm. Maybe the binary brothers expand who knows um let's see so anthony eli okay chosen it's just a flesh wound daniel yeah but it's like all oh, your flesh so relieved that chosen made it out okay me too yeah um la russo hug was pittance bro hug as dorian said but i'll take it for now uh really thought crease had died at the beginning he was pale in everything can't believe that doctor tasted the blood like walter bishop fringe oh well yeah fringe <laughs> um i i didn't watch a lot of that show but at least the first season um i believed it i thought i thought he died as well so um i did mention yeah but as i said you know um so it was it was something like i wasn't sure what was going on but i didn't think he was dead i think just to kind of repeat myself uh, again, I was just shocked and maybe wasn't processing it quick enough, you know, and kind of forgot. And then when it came back, there you go, you know. Yeah, I like yeah, and like I said, that because it was so fast, like that's how like I knew it was. It like that was the point point for me. Like it's kind of funny how that yeah. worked out, you know, yeah. for yeah, different mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, she continues, if I were nitpicking, Crease didn't need to swipe the therapist's card. How did she not realize it was missing if she needs it to get in and out of places? Hashtag Miyagi-verse. We we had lots of questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And her last comment, as others have already mentioned, this did feel like a series finale, but I'm so glad it wasn't. And I'm looking forward to season six. As 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 we all are, absolutely, Mm yeah. You know, and again, I I agree with everyone, but um, just the fact that at some point they said they had uh, outlines for six seasons, I knew we had at least one more. So yeah, yeah. They they did always say we hope for at least six, so that was always the number. And the last one comes from David M. He says this episode definitely had my favorite fight scene with Chosen versus Terry Silver. I was getting serious. I was getting serious old school samurai movie vibes. But one thing I always wondered was what would happen to Terry if he did murder Chosen? I mean, I know he's got the DA in his pocket, but that can only take you so far. Also, I'm surprised the karate limo posse got off scot-free with breaking and entering into a dude's house, beating up Terry and his house guest, and stealing a painting. I was almost expecting the happy ending to get cut short when everyone gets handcuffs slapped on them. Anyway, great episode, and thanks for the episode review, guys. Uh, thank you, David, for for your feedback. So I really appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. Um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of like, uh, well, this happened, but then this happened as well. You right. know, so like Terry Silver's attempted murder. I mean, that 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 has to like supersede. Yeah, even though he trespassed, you know. But like, you tried. I don't know. I mean, I don't and, know. Yeah. What, what's part? What'd you say about cops in this universe? Um, 
they only exist when needed and usually it's just as a reference to say they're not doing anything so see so it's just, so, so there we go i mean we i mean for all the chaos that happened that night i do you think they had enough law enforcement there on site at the end there um yeah that was i, I think that was the most we've ever seen um definitely so so yeah like in fact it was probably more than uh the entire series including the movies combined before that so yeah, in, that, in that last scene so um i do tend to think it's possible um they may get arrested or something like that could still happen um you know we even know that that ralph had mentioned you know they shot stuff uh that wasn't used uh seemingly at the end uh you know and, and john even confirmed that that there was stuff that they shot it was for this episode but they decided to cut it and they may use it in season six um so i thought something like that could be it like um them getting arrested i don't know that's just speculation it could also be the proposal which we talked about so absolutely so um and, and there are things that they probably wrote that they just decided not to film as well. Not not necessarily just cutting it, but not filming it entirely and just saving it for season six. So kind of like, um, what was it? The the end of uh, the, the first Karate Kid movie, right? We understand how, oh, yeah, it was supposed to really end like in the parking lot with what we saw in the beginning of part two. But, um, you know, it's not like they filmed that and then saved that and then added it to part two they they had that written but then it was filmed when they started production on on credit get two so yeah mm-hmm. uh i want to thank everybody for all your guys's feedback and your guys's continued support and following us uh for reviewing uh season five but also watch party i want to thank you um for you know for joining me for uh season five and reviewing this and putting up with my crazy schedule and and all <laughs> that so thank you so much you know you know uh, peter you're welcome um i didn't expect this actually like you know when uh brianna previously stepped down and then you asked me and i was like wow that's actually kind of a, a really big honor so uh you know thank you i want to thank you for giving me that uh, this opportunity and you have you have personally built such a great community and you know and i want to say thank you to all the listeners and to everyone in the community you know the facebook group even though i'm not on that i know you know it's part of this community and everything and on twitter uh, so thank you everyone for, you know, having me essentially. And, you know, and I hope uh, I've been able to share some fun and some insights and, you know, make this podcast uh, just enjoyable for your listen for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the kind words there. I, uh, I, I believe, you know, we got a lot of love when we first started this too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we, we do know a lot of people in, enjoy hearing us together. So, uh, we, we we won't say anything now just because you know season six uh, a lot can happen in between uh, mm-hmm. then and now uh, life gets in the way but this is so we'll discuss it when the time comes but in the meantime we definitely have a lot of ideas uh, for uh, podcast episodes and um, we plan on banking some of those episodes which is um, essentially it, it means that we're going to record and, and just kind of hold on to some episodes that way we can try to release uh them maybe not in a timely manner but the idea is at least once a week and that's kind of what we were hoping to with our episode reviews as well but uh, my situation at my work changed and that kind of threw a wrench in in, in everything but we have a lot of fun ideas a lot of top five episode ideas but also a lot of um what's the other one 
Uh, you were going to go back through the series, like uh, uh, yes. likes and dislikes. That's right. So, so um, the Cobra guys are our friends, Mikey and Jeremy. They've been revisiting um, Cobra Kai, but putting their uh, I know they were doing like live commentary, and then I think they went back and re re they're doing the their games. games. Yeah, That's their right. games. Mm-hmm. So they were doing that, and so just just to be uh, you know a, a little different, but you know with Watch Party here, he wasn't here with me for seasons one through four. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of go back and uh, we'll figure out the logistics later. But the idea is um, not necessarily uh, a review like what we've been doing, but we will go through each episode and we'll do like a five up, five down, you know, five things we uh, like or five positives and five things we don't like or just five negatives. And we may not even fill up all five each time, but it's just a way to kind of go back and just kind of go through them together, you know, and mm-hmm. just uh, some, something different. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. And maybe you guys will have fun and send in some feedback as well. So uh, Watch Party, you got anything on the doc for, docket for, for yourself? Uh, any videos you're working on? Um, I am working on... Let's see some more season six theories that I'll finish uh, when I'm back home. Uh, so I'm I do want to get back to some season six theories and maybe produce uh, more broader content outside of Cobra Kai, but without I'm definitely not going to leave uh, the the core constituency behind. So definitely uh, some season six theories will be on the way. All right, and where can people find you if they don't already follow you on social media? Follow me, guys! Come on, <laughs> yeah, really, uh, YouTube. Uh, the Watch Party YouTube channel, easy to find. Uh, you, hopefully, you find me there. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Watch Party One, and uh, same uh, Watch Party One on Instagram as well. All right. Again, the new website is companionnetwork.com. Uh, I do plan on keeping Cobra Kai Pod on Twitter, but I will probably update the name to reflect something like Companion Network, but. Um, I'll figure all that out later. Uh, and on Instagram, that will continue Cobra Kai Companion. I may, I, I have a backup uh, on Instagram that I may turn into Companion Network. So, um, but I, I am, a, I'm on Twitter, Cobra Kai Companion. That won't change. And so follow me there if you guys don't already. Um, again, this feed, uh, so sometime after uh, this, this, specific episode in between now and maybe not the next episode but as we start to do more um fun episodes just to kind of fill in the lull here at that point i will be probably updating the um the cover art that you guys are subscribed to and the name will turn or change from cobra kai companion to companion network so uh, just kind of keep an eye out for that and um, i'll share any new artwork on social media as as i have them made so um thanks again to watch party uh thank you guys for your guys's continued support and until the next episode sayonara sensei Thank you, by the way, yes, for your fandom. You've been great, man. You've been along for the ride the whole time. You've been cheering us on. You're, you really get into it. You get the fans engaged. So great. you being here is, is, is important, and we really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you. So keep up the good work. This is part of the Companion Network.